Goedemorgen. Shaida, is there a department here? Thank you, sir. Shaida, is there a department? I didn't hear. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Zama? 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 Have we good? I'm yeah. Good. Uh, okay. He's setting up. The DG is on the platform. Um, I'll ask that they make the DG a co-host. It's um, Mr. Phillips. Um, the president is also setting up. Um, will be, be they, in fact, they're joining. Hey, Honorable Lutuli, you, you, you are so thin. Turn it around. Turn it around quick. Well, yes, like that. Honorable members, I hope you are ready now. Uh, Chief Whip is our, our guest on the platform. Good morning. Yes, advocate. If the deputy can, yes, can indulge us for just for two or three minutes. It's fine. It's exactly what I wanted to know, whether we could start or not. Thank you. You will indicate. Thank you very much, Atabisha. Deputy Chair, we're starting at 10. It's 10. Advocate? Yes, but if the guests are not here, what will we do? Can we request Minister to switch on? I'm the guest that is starting here. Okay. I'll check person Nyambi. Yes. Honorable Nyambi. Zama, you were saying? No, I was greeting you, Deputy Chair. Good morning. Are you otherwise? Good morning, Deputy Chair. And and can we request Mr. Samkuni, Advocate? Can we request Mr. Samkuni to switch on his video so that we can just make sure um, Deputy Minister Mashobo is there? Actually, I think um, Minister and and Deputy Minister. Yes, we are on the platform, uh, Chair. Thank you very much. Uh, Minister, um, can they just touch? Uh, Minister, can they just fix your your headroom a little bit? Um, Deputy Minister, if you can, if you can see the minister, I need your shoulders, Chair. Minister, ask them to also light up the room there. It's 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 a bit dark. Yes, mm -hmm. Mm, that's a All, okay. nice yes, 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 Minister, you are fine. Minister, you are fine. Dep Deputy Minister, you are not fine. Yeah, it's much better. What is It's it's much much better. Deputy Chair, I think we are fine. We can. We are fine. We can start. Three, two, one. 
Good morning to everyone. Recording in progress. Good morning. Let us observe a moment of silence for prayer or meditation. Thank you very much, honorable members. First of all, let me welcome all of you to this very important station. It becomes more important, particularly since we are commemorating Human Rights Month, and water particular is seen as the basic human right, and we will put sanitation with it. Although I'm sure that uh, people don't see it in the is equally important as water, because they say water brings life. But I let me not let me not be vulgar. This morning I will say it at the end of the meeting. So let me welcome everyone here. According to the protocol, our chairperson, our house chairs, the minister, the deputy minister, MECs, as well as special delegates and permanent delegates of the NCOP that are joining us today. Let me welcome you here at this very important session, as I've already said. And I also want to commend the Chief Whip and the House Chairperson for being consistent in making sure that we get this briefings to enable us to, in terms of our oversight responsibility, be able to account to the people of the country in this kind of way. I would love now to call on the Chairperson of the National Council of Provinces, the Honorable Mr. Masondo, to, uh, to do the opening remarks. But before the Chairperson speak, let me also, and I'm sure the Chairperson will equally do the same, join those that congratulate the Honorable Stofile on his election as the President of organized local government, Salga. We want to congratulate him and we want to welcome him because local government is at the cold face of service delivery. And it is so important that we do have a component that is organized to make sure that we address the issues surrounding local government. Honorable Masondo, I've got a particular soft spot for Salga since he's an ex-president of Salga. So I'm sure it is one issue that is very close to his heart. So now, in welcoming all, we will give over to the chairperson. Chairperson, over to you. Morning and greetings to, to everyone. Uh, Program Director, Deputy Chairperson of the National Council of Provinces, Honorable Sylvia Lucas, Minister of Water and, and, and Sanitation, Honorable Senzo Mkunu, Deputy Ministers of Water and Sanitation, Honorable Dikele Edimakazi, and Honorable David Marshall. House Chairperson of for Committees and Oversight, Honorable Chomoni Ambi, House Chairperson for, Chairperson for International Relations and Member Support, Honorable Winningwenye, Chief Whip of the National Council of Provinces, Honorable Seiso Muhai, Honorable Permanent and Special Delegates, the Salga President, Councillor Peggy Stofile, 
ladies and gentlemen. Program director, allow me to start by congratulating and welcoming the new leadership of the South African Local Government Association that was elected during the sixth Salga National Conference held at the Cape Town International Convention Center recently. We congratulate the new president of Salga, Councillor Peggy Stofile, who is the speaker of the Machabeng local municipality in the Free State. We congratulate the three deputy presidents, Councillor Kolani Pavati, the executive mayor of the Buffalo City Municipality in the Eastern Cape, Councillor Mabua Portman, executive mayor of Covenant Bay Local Municipality in Kumalanga, and Councillor Zandia Limbe from the city of, of, of Cape Town. We also congratulate the newly elected members of the National Executive Committee of, of Salka. We are looking forward to a great working relationship, given the role that is played by, by Salga in the National Council of, of Provinces. Program Director, today's ministerial briefing on water and sanitation focuses on the progress in, in eradicating the gaps in the provision of, of, of water and sanitation. It is intended to provide us with the opportunity to receive information on the efforts by the national and local spheres of government with respect to the progress made and measures taken to deal with the challenges relating to the provision of water and sanitation. Water and sanitation are key, as you all know. Our constitution entrenches the right of everyone to have access to sufficient water. The constitution obliges the state to take reasonable legislative and other measures within its available resources to achieve the progressive realization of this right. To fulfill, to fulfill this obligation and to reverse the effect of apartheid policies in its, in its early years, the Democratic Parliament passed legislation. One, to provide for the rights of, of access and basic water supply and basic sanitation. Two, to address the discriminatory laws and practices of the past that prevented equal access to water and use of water resources. Three, to give national government overall responsibility and authority over a nation's water resources and their use, including the equitable allocation of water for beneficial use and water redistribution. And four, to protect the quality of water resources to ensure sustainability of the nation's resources in the interest of all water users. Through these and other legislative and policy measures, the democratic state has been able to roll out massive infrastructure and to avail free basic services to millions of poor households. However, challenges remain. 
Last week's ministerial briefing highlighted the centrality of water and sanitation services in the creation of integrated and sustainable human settlements. As members would recall, one of the issues raised was the critical role of bulk water infrastructure in the achievement of this goal. This was clear in some of the following examples. That in certain cases, stalled development projects are as a result of, amongst others, poor planning where a settlement is built before the necessary infrastructure is laid out. There is a need to support initiatives such as self-built homes, especially in rural communities, through the provision of water infrastructure. And lastly, the impact of the delays in the deterioration of informal settlements on the provision of services, including water and sanitation. With respect to these few examples, one would like to recall program director that when it was first released in 2011, the National Development Plan made the following observation. Quote, in general, human settlements are badly planned, if at all, with little coordination between those installing water, articulation infrastructure, and those responsible for, for providing bulk infrastructure, close quote. As delegates uh, correctly pointed out during the previous ministerial briefing, there is a need for the strengthening of coordination and cooperation among the spheres to continue to address these matters. The new district development model is thus a critical intervention in this regard. On water, as a strategic resource program director, water is generally regarded as a scarce and unevenly distributed national resource. This reality affects many of our communities, especially in formal settlements and rural, and rural areas. Some of our metros, cities, and rural towns have in the recent past experienced serious water shortages due to drought. There's also the phenomenon of demand-driven water scarcity, whereby water demand is higher than the capacity of available water resources, owing largely to the high rate of in-migration driven by the, the search for economic opportunities. Water pollution and aging infrastructure also add to this challenge. In addition, we're also facing the effect, effects of climate change, which requires to better manage our human activities. As members would agree, the COVID-19 pandemic has strongly demonstrated the importance of water in mitigating public health disasters and ensuring an environment that is not harmful to health and well-being. On ensuring that water and sanitation forms part of the Global Sustainable Development Goals, Program Director, water and sanitation are critical in the achievement of the 17 Goals of Sustainable Development Goals, the SDGs, set by the UN General Assembly in the year 2015. It is widely accepted 
that the SDGs uh, uh, 6, which is about ensuring availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all, is essential for the progress of all other SDGs and vice versa. It strengthens wider effort to end poverty, advance sustainable development, and sustain peace and stability. In this regard, it is worth noting that the oversight of our country's performance in this area has been made much easier by the aligning of the global targets with the National Development Plan. On the SONA 2022 commitment, Program Director, we welcome the view shared by the President of the Republic, Cyril Ramaphosa, during this year's State of the Nation Address. That water is vital to life, development, and to economic growth. Therefore, we support government efforts to introduce institutional reforms to ca capacitate the Department of Water and Sanitation. And we support government efforts to review the water ports in as far as their, man their mandates are concerned and to ensure that they serve municipalities in terms of the district development model. In addition, we are looking, we are looking forward to interact with the proposed legislation for the establishment of the National Water Resource Infrastructure Agency to improve the management of bulk water infrastructure and resources. In conclusion, Program Director, water and sanitation are critical in contributing to the improved quality of life of all citizens and to the promotion of human uh, dignity. At a global level, ensuring the availability and sustainability, sustainable management of water and sanitation for all is viewed as key to the achievement of all the sustainable development goals. Nationally, our own progress in this regard depends largely on how we close the existing gaps in the provision of water and sanitation. I thank you very much for the opportunity to make these remarks. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. We will continue with the program and we will request the Honorable Senzo Kuno, the Minister of Water and Sanitation, to address us on the, prog on the progress in eradicating the gaps in the provision of water and sanitation. You are welcome, Honorable Minister. And it's over to you. Uh, <clears throat> thank you very much, um, Honorable uh, Deputy Chairperson of the NCOP, Melukas, uh, to the Honorable Members <clears throat> that are in attendance today. Uh, I, I, I also have to recognize the presence of uh, the two deputy ministers, uh, Mashawa and uh, Makazi. Um, <clears throat> we uh, welcome particularly this uh, opportunity uh, to um, 
engage with yourselves, honorable selves, um, and to seek uh, your counsel uh, uh, on the matters at hand, uh, and uh, uh, also <clears throat> your guidance overall. But on the other hand, uh, we are doing what we can, uh, uh, everything that we can uh, to <clears throat> tackle this problem uh, that is uh, in our hands. Uh, <clears throat> let me start, uh, Chair. Uh, firstly, we have uh, these uh, 11 matters, um, particularly starting from two. What our take on, on water resource management um, and then uh, <clears throat> services, uh, because the gist of the matter is uh, around those two. And then the rest of the issues, uh, once you understand those two, and then, uh, uh, or rather three, uh, non sanitation, and the rest of the matters uh, could be tapped attempt interventions, necessary interventions, after uh, we uh, have applied our minds uh, and still are applying our minds on the matter. Uh, they are clear for themselves, uh, but in introduction, we um, seek to uh, clarify what may uh, be a problem uh, currently or the background to the problem uh, that um, for quite some time when the Department of Water Affairs or Water and Sanitation uh, <coughs> uh, talks about its work and focus and energy, it, it would be making reference to water resource uh, management. Um, <clears throat> that is uh, your planning and uh, uh, delivery uh, uh, and other matters, related matters. So what has happened in the process uh, is that uh, uh, in terms of bulk uh, water uh, availability and uh, uh, other related matters, we, we sort of have done relatively well. Uh, you have dams, quite a number of them. Uh, you have water schemes, some of them quite big schemes, uh, and so on. Or most of this talking to the bulk uh, <clears throat> water. But when it comes to reticulation, uh, basically to two categ three categories of water users, uh, the people for domestic use, uh, business is divided into two, uh, in the main agriculture and uh, uh, mining, and then any other business. That's where uh, maybe better um, uh, uh, for business than for communities uh, and households. That is where we are most wanting. That is where the grievance uh, today uh, generally speaking, all, all across the country is found. Um, that is where in, 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 uh, you find uh, the cries, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the pleas, 
uh, to government uh, to help people uh, bring water to our, our households or give us access to water as close as possible to where we live. This is what you come across. But when you go to business, they can indicate to you threats on shortage, possible shortage or shortage of water, in the same as agriculture. Then you talk about restrictions and all other related matters. <clears throat> now, it, it, it then has become quite unavoidable uh, to uh, uh, deal with uh, that particular matter. Uh, and bring it up front uh, as if to focus and concentrate while dealing with water resource management, your terms, as I say. In terms of that area or that category of water resource management, dealing with bulk, you would remember that uh, some years ago, <clears throat> there was a, a need uh, that was seen uh, to augment um, water resource management. In other words, availing more water than we ordinarily have in South Africa, because we are a water scarce country. So that's how the Lesotho um, uh, uh, Highlands uh, Water Project came about. And uh, understand us now, Chair, to be busy with uh, phase two of that, following our meeting with, uh, with uh, our counterpart in Lesotho last year to break the log jam that was there preventing uh, uh, the processes to uh, uh, go to uh, phase two. Now, so which means that we are clamoring for more water from Lesotho to augment our own resources via the Val River system. We may, uh, once, uh, <clears throat> once the, uh, phase two, uh, gets completed, we can then get an opportunity to plan and look at other resources uh, uh, elsewhere from outside the country, but haven't completed what we started. Now, that's at a national level, as if it's a national, it supports more, uh, around 20 million people, uh, the Eval River system, and uh, even more. And therefore, it's quite a major um, uh, operation. But it doesn't mean that it's only Gauteng where uh, the, the river system supports people, uh, even though it, it overlaps to uh, other provinces. We have to do more or less similar uh, uh, schemes, key schemes or major schemes in other provinces. Uh, I will ask the, the, the Director General to, to take you through that, but I'm just explaining uh, this that for now, we seem to be, uh, we're not going to leave all these projects, uh, the national one with Lesotho and look elsewhere in the course of time, but also we're going to be looking at, at uh, all other provinces, major schemes, key schemes, in some cases, including the possibility of more dams uh, and more major schemes. And we have them all over the province all over the country per province. Now, having said this, which Director General will deal with at length, I want to go to water resources or water services management, where I say there's a, there's a dominance uh, uh, by 
grief from the from ordinary people in South Africa. Uh, they are grieving. They are asking all of us to please help them and give them water. Now, indeed, when you analyze, we have a deficit there more than we have in terms of water availability to a point where you could easily say dams are full, but taps are dry. That phrase explains uh, the, uh, it, it describes the problem far easier and far better than any other attempt. Uh, almost all the dams except in Kabecha and maybe uh, one in Pumalang out of 26 dams and maybe uh, uh, one of few, uh, one of or two other instances where you have dams that are, 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 are I mean, in Kabecha you have just uh, 16 or 15, 15% uh, uh, full. And, 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 and that's an exception and uh, in, in, in a few other areas. Otherwise, general, all the dams in the country are full to overflowing. Now, what is the problem? It is, explained, it is connected to what I'm saying. We have been focusing on water resource management than on water uh, uh, services management. To illustrate the point even further, the national government that is in, uh, via us, even when water ports were, were established, even when districts were established, you all said, deal with bulk infrastructure, which is closer to water resource management than to water services. Literally, we have built dams in the country, but uh, we would send water kilometers and kilometers away to a particular target, leave communities around such dams destitute and wanting and desperate for what? There are many examples in all provinces. You can go to Diwop in uh, Limpopo, Flag Boshielo, all those dams, even Landon itself, all those dams, you go elsewhere uh, in Northwest, we have a very little use of um, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the 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 Val River system, including uh, um, what I think is the biggest dam there uh, 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 in the western side of uh, 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 Mahiken. Despite the presence of uh, Mladeri Dam in the north, which we share with uh, um, <coughs> Botswana, but by and large, um, uh, the people in the northwest, uh, despite having uh, 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 the proximity of uh, uh, coverage in terms of water reticulation, it's not the case. Go to KZN, uh, you will find Josini Dam in the north, uh, people around, no service. Uh, go to the Eastern Cape. Um, well, uh, the Eastern Cape, we still have to, we have a deficit there, we have to, but there's a dam in uh, uh, Winnie Mandela, Matizela uh, Mandela municipality, which is, um, um, which uh, were halfway in terms of reticulation, but the dam is very old, long built, long standing. 
but uh, the people in Bizan don't have water or quite a big chunk of them don't have water. So these examples are all over uh, 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 the country <clears throat> where reticulation remains behind uh, with a deficit, including therefore on water that you need to use for sanitation. So what then do we need to do? We, 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 we are saying let's shift uh, the agency, maybe I should use that term, shift the agency, uh, uh, shift your urgent focus uh, to where there's grief, to where there's a, a lament and address that. So that is then via our interventions. <clears throat> One, we, we, DG will talk about how we would want uh, to uh, use water ports uh, to, to, to intervene via water ports or through water ports. They themselves need to be strengthened and capacitated, but uh, in, in many ways, but they are better off uh, than municipalities because the country as a whole has unfortunately and maybe unintentionally depended for too long on municipalities and metros to uh, deliver water, which has not happened over years. And I'm not saying altogether, but it has not happened adequately, hence the outcry now. Now, we then ask, what are municipalities saying? They are saying we have no capacity. More than 99% of municipalities that we met um, said we have no capacity in terms of the number of people who work on water, their skills, but we also don't have money for this. Now, if municipalities who the country is relying on or reliant on absolutely say to you, we don't have capacity, we don't have money, we don't have skills, how then would you have expected over years that there would be an increase in terms of reticulation? It would not have happened. It just would not have happened. So we, we now need to rise to the occasion to the reality that municipalities can only half or quarter do this uh, or perf this perform performance of duty as far as reticulation, and they require external intervention. And unless you do so, it's, nothing is going to change. Now we are intervening, therefore, via a, a number of strategies. One of them is water ports. Another is our own department. Uh, uh, changing it, uh, uh, not actually, but reshaping it such that it, 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 it's, its presence in, in terms of role on reticulation is felt. Uh, what else? Uh, 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 partnerships, uh, DG will, 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 will deal with this matter. Uh, what else is... Uh, uh, on boards, we even are talking about their legislative mandates because we don't think we have exploited this uh, to 100%. We merely are tapping, but not up to 100% if you look at it. So uh, uh, water boards have the possibility all the time of uh, tapping on skill where they are, sh uh, are found to be short from outside and therefore, and therefore bring in 
uh, for any kind of work, they can do so. But we are reconfiguring them. And yesterday, we had a meeting with all boards in the country following our summit on 18 and 19 last month. And we all have agreed that it's imperative. It's something that is long overdue. Now, let me stop here and uh, ask DG to take us through systematically uh, with this kind of introduction. But on, on sanitation, we don't have any framework nationally. Anything goes in the name of sanitation in the country, and that is bad, and that is sad. We almost have five categories of sanitation. You have waterborne, which is normally used in, in urban setups, uh, and, and elite in South Africa have access to this, as opposed to other, other categories of society or other uh, uh, levels of society. Then you have, a, you have pit toilets. There are still sanitation. Then there is a VIP still sanitation. Then you have a, um, uh, 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 you have a communal uh, toilets, still sanitation that use VIPs. Then you have uh, uh, some people just use uh, uh, open land and trees. That is still sanitation. And then there are buckets out of, uh, this is the ugliest form of uh, uh, sanitation, which is found in Pumalanga, found in Kabecha, uh, found in uh, Free State, found in Northern Cape and in Cape Town. These are the places where the use of buckets is most prominent. Now, we have designed a, 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 a framework, which we have to, uh, so that we, there there are norms and standards to which the country must make an attempt to subscribe because if in the first place you don't have a, a, any any framework with any norms and standards we can't subscribe to anything so and over and above that we have this form of a, a settlement which is unorganized settlement in south africa we are looking for an appointment a, a meeting an engagement with my counterpart in human settlement because as long as we do this uh, uh, that anybody can circle anywhere anytime then you are not going to uh, uh, turn the corner on sanitation especially on buckets because that is easiest in terms of providing uh, as a form of sanitation so with that uh, um, let me call on Gigi to uh, make the whole presentation therefore thank you Thank you very much. Uh, good morning, honorable members. I'm going to now turn to section two of the presentation, which is on water resource management and major augmentation projects. Um, as we all know, South Africa is a water scarce country, and this is likely to be exacerbated by climate change. Historically, as a country, we've relied largely on surface water, but our surface water resources are nearing full utilization. And in order to address this, we're developing guidelines and a national strategy for supplementing surface water resources with groundwater resources in a sustainable fashion. We're also importing surface water from neighboring countries. Um, as the minister mentioned, uh, the Lesotho Highlands project is a major example of that. And uh, 
the, our department will increasingly be supporting municipalities to, to develop alternative sources of water, including through desalination and water reuse. We are also encouraging and supporting municipalities to implement water conservation and demand management strategies, including reducing water losses. And we will increasingly be working with industries to increase water use efficiency. Generally, currently, South Africa has been experiencing high levels of rainfall, and most of the dams are currently full. However, water availability varies from one province to another. The Eastern Cape province in particular has been severely affected by a hydrological drought since 2015 and continues to face severe dry conditions. As a result, Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality, Sarah Bartman District Municipality, that are under the Algoa system, as well as the Amatoli District Municipality and Buffalo City Metropolitan Municipality within the Amatoli system, and pockets of Chris Harney, O.R. Tambo, and Joe Harvey districts are considered to be drought-stricken areas, and the dams in these catchment areas are at very low levels compared to the rest of the country. For other provinces, the main focus of the department is on augmentation of existing water resource infrastructure through the funding of the development of schemes for transferring water from catchments with a water surplus to water stress catchments and through the construction of raising or raising of dams where there's potential for further exploitation of, of surface water resources. In the Eastern Cape, we are in, involved um, in a couple of major pro projects to, uh, to augment uh, the available water. The, probably the biggest one is the Neutgedach project, which is going to supply additional water um, to the uh, Nelson Mandela uh, Bay municipality. Uh, but there are a number of other initiatives in the Eastern Cape uh, and in Nelson Mandela Bay to augment the water supply, including uh, additional boreholes and, uh, and uh, uh, additional water treatment works. We have a number of planned and current major water resource augmentation projects around the country. In the Eastern Cape, the Mzumvubu water project is aimed at providing water to 750,000 people at a potential cost of 25 billion. The designs are 80% complete, and uh, the first round of fundraising began in early January with a request for information. The development of the Kurni Dam and Neutgedach water scheme uh, are long-term water supply assurance projects in Nelson Mandela Bays. Um, the the Kurni Dam project is at procurement stage, um, and the Neutgedach water scheme is in implementation currently under construction and nearing completion. Uh, in the Free State, the Kharib Mangaung pipeline is a long-term water supply project, project at a cost of 10 billion by 2029, and the project is currently at feasibility stage. In Gauteng, the Lesotho Highlands water project is aimed at ensuring long-term water supply in the Gauteng and Val River system. The project is aimed to cost 32 billion, and work packages for the dam, tunnel, and bridge are currently at procurement stage with anticipation anticipated completion in 2027. The tenders have closed for, for most of the projects, including the major works, and they're currently being assessed. In KwaZulu-Natal, the Hazelmere Dam to ensure long-term water supply to Etiguini is 96% complete and is due to be completed in the third quarter of 2023 at the cost of approximately 800 million. The Tugela Khudutro transfer scheme 
with the aim of ensuring long-term water supply to the industrial area of Richards Bay is 64% complete. Um, and the uh, estimated cost is approximately 800 million. The Umkamazi water project uh, is aimed at delivering long-term additional water to the Eteguini region at a cost of 23 billion by 2028. And the project is currently at pre-funding feasibility stage and construction expected to start in 2024. In Limpopo, the multi-phase Olifants River Water Resources Development Project has been sequenced as a public-private partnership with mining companies to fast-track water delivery to both mines and communities in Limpopo, including in the Sekakuni and Mohalakwena municipalities, by 2028 at a cost of approximately $24 billion. The project is at approval stage with some of the work packages at pre-construction stage and anticipated to begin in late 2022. The Guiani, the Guiani Water Services Project um, will deliver water to 55 villages in a sequential order from this month until, until December at approximately $4 billion. Um, and it will include reticulation um, as the pipelines are commissioned per village. The project is currently at 67% um, uh, completion. The part of the project that we're talking about, which is starting from March 22 until December 22, is the next phase after the initial phase, which were completed previously. In Mpumalanga, there's various augmentation projects being considered to augment uh, the shortages in the Olifants catchment area through transfer of water from the Val. Um, the Crocodile East Reconciliation has identified a, new, a need for a new dam and feasibility planning for this is has been initiated. In the Northern Cape, the Valhamahara water supply scheme, which is critical to mining and potable water supply to communities in the Northern Cape, um, is, uh, is nearing completion of the first phase at a cost of 1.4 billion. And the phase two is due to start later this year as a partnership between the department and the mines at a cost of approximately 10 billion. In the Northwest province, uh, we are urgently upgrading the conveyance infrastructure from Malopo'ai to Mafikeng to increase the reliability of supply. Um, and the estimated cost of the project is 50 million. In the Western Cape, to increase water security in the West Coast area of Cedarburg, uh, we're raising the, the Clan William Dam uh, wall at a cost of 3.2 billion. Uh, the advanced infrastructure is complete and we'll be starting with the dam wall in April 2022. And the Bear Refuge Fufade Augmentation Scheme, which is aimed at increasing water supply to the city of Cape Town, uh, is starting now with the, with the land acquisition process. While this might seem uh, quite a number of projects um, at quite a high value, they're not sufficient to ensure security of water supply in South Africa in the longer term. And we're going to need to raise more finance for uh, investment in additional uh, water resource infrastructure, and that is one of the main reasons for the establishment of the National Water Resource Infrastructure Agency, which I will talk a little bit more about in, in a minute. Turning to water and sanitation services, as indicated by the Minister, in many municipalities, water and sanitation services are in a poor state and deteriorating. 35% of households don't have access to reliable drinking water, 40, approximately 14 million people don't have access to safe sanitation. 
56% of wastewater treatment works and 44% of water treatment works on a poor or critical condition and 11% of dysfunctional and 41% of municipal water does not generate revenue and approximately 35% is lost through leakage on average. The underlying causes of this situation include poor governance at municipal level, weak asset management, weak billing and revenue collection, weak operations and maintenance, and a lack of technical skills in municipalities. This slide just gives a graphical indication of where water services authorities are failing or at high risk of failing um, uh, based on our municipal assessments called the MUSA uh, assessments and research done by the Water Research Commission, the, the uh, SALGA and the National Business Initiative. This results in a situation where in some areas there's raw sewage flowing into people's homes and into the environment and into rivers. Uh, the lack of access to reliable water is forcing some people to, to still collect water from rivers and streams which may be polluted. And uh, in addition to a lack of reli reliable water supply in terms of being sure that water will come, up the, come out the tap, sometimes the water that does come out of the tap is not of adequate quality. There are a number of uh, support uh, programs in place for municipalities, um, but national and provincial in interventions and support to date have generally not been effective at halting the deterioration in, in water and sanitation service delivery and turning it around. For example, despite uh, repeated six-month administrator interventions in Makana municipality, the dysfunctionality of water and sanitation services remains. Sorry. Um, we have developed uh, regulatory instruments such as the blue drop, green drop, and no drop reports, but these instruments are not are not sufficiently utilized at present. We need to increase and strengthen the links between the results of the monitoring through these instruments and support measures and interventions. We also need to develop stronger rapid response capacity to emergency situations such as sewage spillage in residential areas. And we need to increase the integration and coordination of the implementation of different interventions in terms of different in, uh, legislation such as uh, interventions done in terms of Section 19 of the National Water Act, which allows the department to execute remedial action and to recover costs from polluters, and other interventions such as Section 139 of the Constitution and Section 63 of the Water Services Act interventions in municipalities. There are no minimum national norms and standards for water and sanitation in place, but we need to strengthen uh, monitoring of compliance with those norms and standards and uh, enforcement of the norms and standards. COPTA authorizes municipalities to be water services authorities, and water services authorities in turn appoint water service providers. 
And these, these appointments are made with conditions, particularly the appointment of water service providers. They're supposed to meet conditions set by the water services authorities and to be monitored by the water services authorities. But that has not yet been done sufficiently, and there isn't uh, sufficient enforcement of, those, of norms and standards by, uh, uh, by water services providers. Of, of, sorry, let me repeat that. There isn't sufficient monitoring by water services authority of the adherence of water service providers to the norms and standards. COGTA is currently working on the Intergovernmental Monitoring Support and Intervention Bill to address some of these challenges. Um, and the district development model needs to include improvements to operations and maintenance, as well as improvements to planning for water and sanitation services. As indicated by the minister, we are of the view that there's much potential for having more effective support and intervention within the constitution and the existing primary uh, legislative framework. But we need to do things differently. We need to support and intervene in municipalities differently if we expect a different result and if we're going to achieve the, uh, the halting of the current deterioration of water and sanitation services and, and its turnaround. This slide summarizes the constitutional and legislative imperatives for government support and intervention in municipal water and sanitation services. I won't go through the whole slide, but suffice to say that um, while the constitution allocates uh, responsibility for water and sanitation services to municipalities, it also requires the national and provincial government to support municipalities and, and in, to intervene in municipalities where there's a lack of adherence to national norms and standards. And those uh, responsibilities and obligations of the national and provincial government are further set out in legislation such as the Water Services Act. So in this context, as DWS, we intend to work closely together with SALGA, National Treasury and COGTA to, to lead the development and implementation of a range of interrelated and coordinated support measures and interventions to, to strengthen uh, national and provincial support to municipalities for water and sanitation. The first of these, as mentioned by the Minister, is to strengthen and extend the roles, responsibility and capacity of water boards so that they're able to support municipalities more and to provide water and sanitation services in instances where municipalities are failing to do this. Secondly, we are in the process of reviewing the geographical boundaries of the water boards to make them more sustainable and to ensure that all areas which require the services of water boards are covered by water boards. Thirdly, uh, we will be uh, uh, consulting with the private sector and finding ways to increase the involvement of, the, of private sector financing and management and technical expertise in municipal water and sanitation services. Fourthly, we'll, we will be strengthening regulatory interventions based on the results of monitoring mechanisms such as the blue drop, green drop and no drop reports uh, which have been revived and the green drop reports, the, the green drop results uh, of the latest assessment of wastewater treatment works will be published later this month. Um, we will also be strengthening the national norms and standards for, for water and sanitation services and as mentioned by the Minister we will be putting in place a framework to guide the provision of sanitation services. We also want to explore the introduction of longer term interventions, which would be more effective in terms of supporting municipalities, such as, for example, um, 
taking over the management of wastewater treatment works for a longer prescribed period where there's continued non-compliance with national norms and standards. We also want to more effectively link the allocation of municipal water and sanitation grants to enable support and interventions. We have an internal construction unit in the department which we want to uh, improve in terms of its efficiency and its construction ability for rapid deployment to address urgent intervention needs. And we want to consult with National Treasury together with COGTA about possible financing frameworks and mechanisms for longer term support and interventions. We're not waiting uh, for all of these interventions, for all of these measures to be put in place before we start. Uh, we are uh, implementing some of these measures as we develop them. For example, we're currently involved in a few interventions in some municipalities, which I'll come to just now. Um, so some of these measures will, will start having an impact in the short term, but others will take a bit longer to put in place and will start to realize results in the longer term. In the short term, uh, project-based interventions will be used to restore water services infrastructure in terms of functionality and uh, emergency repairs will be done to water supply and sewage systems. Um, in the medium to longer term, we want to put in place program-based interventions such as, for example, water and conservation and demand management programs, longer term water services upgrade, operate and transfer concessions. Uh, in conjunction with the water boards in the private sector and, lo and joint longer term planning between DWS and municipalities um, to, to, to uh, assist local governments to, uh, to, uh, to provide the services efficiently using the most appropriate service model. Uh, and then we also want to um, use our regulatory monitoring mechanisms to identify which types of intervention would be best used in different areas and jointly scope solutions with intervention partners, with COGTA, SALGA, and in consultation with municipalities, um, using our existing mechanisms of the municipal services self-assessments and the blue, green, and no-drop assessments. Um, we also need to match uh, support and interventions to available capacity, which would involve identifying the water boards with capacity to support and intervene in the short term and developing the capacity of water boards uh, in the longer of other water boards in the boards in the longer term. Um, and uh, there is uh, much capacity in the private sector which can be drawn upon both in terms of finance, management capacity and technical expertise to assist municipalities with water and sanitation service delivery. This would not, not involve privatization. The assets will remain the property of the public sector, but the partnerships with the private sector will involve financing and assistance with operations and management. In terms of sanitation, as indicated by the Minister, uh, we've developed a draft national sanitation framework, which we intend to submit to Cabinet shortly, which will revise the national norms and standards for sanitation and provide for equitable sanitation provision across all settlement types. It will also provide for strengthening of the monitoring and compliance to these uh, revised standards and set out measures to improve service delivery, such as 
kinds of support that I've mentioned in previous slides. As indicated by the Minister, due to rapid rural urban migration, new informal settlements are rising continuously. Le and legislation doesn't allow for municipal investment in infrastructure development in, in informal settlements before they are formalized. And municipalities therefore provide informal settlements with buckets or, or chemical toilets as temporary solutions, or households and informal settlements build makeshift pit toilets. Historically, the bucket eradication program is focused on eradicating buckets in formal areas, but as informal settlements with buckets are formalized, more needs for eradicating buckets uh, emerge on an ongoing basis. And the solution to this is to ensure that municipalities meet the minimum, the revised minimum norms for sanitation in informal set settlements and stop providing, stop providing buckets in informal settlements. In terms of the review of the water boards, the main change drivers is, um, is to address problems with financial viability of some, of some water boards, um, to address governance problems that have occurred in some of the water boards, to ensure that the water boards function in a fi financially sustainable ways and are able to raise capital for infrastructure projects, to ensure that uh, all geographical areas which need the services of water boards but are not yet serviced by them are covered by water boards, and to ensure that instances where there's institutional confusion, for example, in Hammondskraal, where two water boards and the Swanee Metro are all supplying water, are addressed. Um, we've started the process of realignment of the water boards with the um, disestablishment of City Bang Water. Uh, the reasons for this include um, consideration of particularly the financial sustainability of Sedibeng Water as, as it is, um, and uh, as it is disestablished, the areas previously serviced by Sedibeng Water will be incorporated into Bloomwater Mahali's Water. Consultations have been held with uh, COGTA, the affected water boards, the affected provinces and municipalities, and the relevant unions and we're currently managing the process of disestablishment. And uh, further announcements regarding further reconfiguration of the water board will be made in due course. As I indicated, um, we are currently involved in uh, formal interventions in certain municipalities to address uh, problems with non-compliance with norms and standards. In Umkanyagudi District Municipality, we initiated the Section 63 uh, of the Water Services Act intervention, which is based on a district development model approach to focus all government resources at all levels on improving service delivery in a coordinating ma coordinated manner in the district municipality with one project manager leading all the teams with the aim of uh, completely restoring an effective water services uh, function in, in that district municipality. Uh, unfortunately, um, um, uh, the municipality has not been compliant with conditions of grants and transfers can't be made. Um, and we uh, will need to ad address that compliance issue in order to be able to use the grants to assist with the intervention. We're currently in the process of consultations with the municipality in Cogta regarding the intervention. In the city of Tswani, there are problems with four of the wastewater treatment works, which, which um, have not been functioning as they should and have been resulting of in, in pollution in the of the environment and communities. Um, 
Despite four directives issued by DWS for non-compliance, there's only been partial implementation to date, and the effluent quality is still a problem. We did initiate civil action for these four wastewater treatment works, which is defended by the city of Cape Town. Um, and there was also a, a human rights commission inquiry into this non, non-functioning um, wastewater treatment works in Swanee and, and the consequences for the communities in the area. And the, and, and, uh, the HRC recommended that DWA should take over water and sanitation functions in Twani. <clears throat> this led to DWA sending letters in December last year to the Minister of Cocktail and Executive Mayor of Twani and the Premier for the Section 63 intervention, which has been opposed by Twani, which argued that uh, it should rather be provided with financial support from the national government to upgrade the four, the four plants. Um, Unfortunately, we can't use our grants as DWS to, to support Swanee in this regard because it's a metro and our grants are, can't be provided to metros. However, we are engaging with the Department of Human Settlements about a possible allegation, allocation from the Urban Settlement Development Grant um, to assist uh, Swanee to do the work required on these four, um, these four wastewater treatment works. And we are of the view that Swanee has the capacity to manage the implementation of such projects. In the in the Mfoleni municipality, uh, we are implementing an intervention, um, again, Section 63 intervention to address the problems of the, the problems of leaking sewage infrastructure and um, overloaded wastewater treatment works in that area. Uh, we are assisting Mfoleni to increase the current capacity of sewage infrastructure and and to uh, address the leaking sewage pipes in the area. Um, a steering committee has been established. Um, we appointed Rand Waters an implementing agent and seven contractors have been issued with, 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 with work packages and work is currently in progress on the ground. Turning to the National Water Resource Infrastructure Agency, the main rationale for establishing the agency um, is to enable um, more uh, finances to be raised um, for investment in national water resource infrastructure. Um, the intention is to transfer the, the assets to the, to the National Water Resource Infrastructure Agency so it has a strong balance sheet. And on the basis of this and, and the credit rating that it would have, the agency would be able to raise commercial and development finance um, and enter into um, public-private partnerships, uh, such as concessions. Uh, this would enable it to raise more financing than the, than the, than the TCTA is currently able to do. Um, the TCA, TCTA's current financing model is to raise um, finance backed by offtake agreements with government guarantees, and the degree to which government can guarantee this, these loans is limited. Um, and that's why it's important to set up the, the NWRIA by combine, combining the trading account of the department with the TCTA into a new entity, which would own the assets and be able to leverage its balance sheet to raise additional finance. There are also rationales in terms of governance and transparency for creating the NWRIA, in terms of separating the roles of player and referee, with DWS retaining responsibility for planning regulation and policy and price setting, 
for national water resources, while the agency will build, operate, and maintain uh, national water resource assets. There's also a motivation for reducing fragmentation with regard to entities, in that currently DWS has two entities, the water trading entity and the TCTA, and these will be combined into one in the National Water Resource Infrastructure Agency. In terms of progress, um, we have uh, uh, developed a draft bill and business case for the NWRIA. We will be submitting the, the bill to the cluster and to cabinet um, in March um, for approval for it to be gazetted for uh, public consultation. Um, with it, uh, and the aim is to publish the draft bill by, by next month. In terms of the financial health of, of the department and its entities, in general, the water sector is facing financial challenges. And the underlying cause of this, cause of this uh, which has ramifications throughout the value chain, is weak billing and revenue collection at municipal level. Water is supposed to be a self-sustaining sustaining business across the value chain. The department, the water boards, the municipalities, and other water institutions are all supposed to be self-sustaining businesses. But currently, the water trading entity in DWS is owed $23 billion, and this debt is rising, and is due to non-payment by municipalities, um, which owe the water trading entity $8.5 billion, and approximately $7.6 billion owed to the water trading entity by the water boards. And the water boards, in turn, are owed approximately $14 billion by municipalities. The impact of this situation is that... Um, both the WTE and the water boards have declining credit ratings and borrowing capacities and are therefore making inadequate investments in water infrastructure and also making inadequate allocations to operations and maintenance. In order to address this, DWS is working in the Technical Multidisciplinary Revenue Committee with National Treasury, Cogta and Salga, and Salga to support municipalities with revenue improvement initiatives um, and to support them to ad adopt cost-reflective tariffs. Um, and DWS, National Treasury and COGTA will work together further to guide, support and monitor business plans of municipalities related to water conservation and de demand management projects. And we will encourage municipalities to utilize the grants that are provided to them for purposes such as installing water meters, which are a prerequisite to reducing non-revenue water and water losses. We, we also want to support municipalities to identify their indigent populations and to only provide free water to the identified population and, and to ensure that the rest of the population pays for water which they use. And in that regard, we need to increase communication to create awareness of the public with regards to the importance of paying the importance of paying for water services. Another strategic priority of the department is to improve water use licensing, which is important to enable economic growth and development and transformation in certain sectors, such as the agricultural sector. In February 2020, the president made a declaration that water use license applications should be finalized within 90 days. Um, and um, the department has developed a comprehensive turnaround or improvement plan with, uh, for its water use licensing, including aspects such as business process re-engineering, 
hiring more staff, training of staff, and improvements to our electronic uh, water use licensing application system. We started to implement the improvement plan in April, um, uh, and um, we are currently reviewing the regulations which specify how long it must take to process um, a water use license with the aim of publishing revised uh, regulations to give effect to the 90 days by June of this year. We've set ourselves a target of finalizing the backlog of old applications by June this year and a target of ensuring that at least 80% of applications meet the target of being processed within 90 days by March next year. Lastly, uh, Chairperson, um, there, there's considerable considerable potent, uh, capacity in the private sector, both in terms of financial capacity, technical and managerial capacity, which we need to draw on to, to address the challenges in the water and sanitation sector. In that regard, we are establishing a water partnerships office together with the Deep Development Bank of Southern Africa, which will assist ourselves and our water boards and municipalities by, by helping to facilitate private sector participation in uh, water uh, and sanitation resource infrastructure and service infrastructure, um, such as, for example, through the investment of desalination plants and a range of other types of projects uh, in which there can be private sector investment and private sector management and operation. We are also working closely with the Infrastructure Fund to attract private sector funding for blended finance for water resource development projects. This is for those projects um, that, that we'll be implementing, which uh, don't have sufficient revenue streams to be commercially viable on their own, which will require a, a government contribution on the basis of which um, additional private sector funding can be leveraged. And we've also developed a, a program for mobilizing private sector contributions to water service delivery. We're already partnering with the mining and agricultural sector on several projects, which I mentioned in the previous slide on the augmentation projects. And in, the, in those projects, the private sector is making contributions to projects uh, for water development, for putting in pipelines, but also for at the same time as putting in as making financial contributions to the building of pipelines which service them as mines in the agricultural sector, they're also making contributions to putting in place distribution infrastructure which will benefit the communities in the vicinity of the mines and the agricultural uh, industries. We want to, building on those examples, we want to take this scale across the country and we started to do that in the Northern Cape. And we're in preparatory stages in Limpopo, Free State in Limpopo, to, to have um, uh, um, programs of uh, private sector contributions to assist um, uh, particularly municipalities um, to address um, challenges with regard to water and sanitation service delivery. This program will be implemented as part of the district development model in consultation with, SOC, with, with COGTA. This slide just gives an indication of our progress to date in terms of putting in place this uh, program of mobilizing private sector contributions across the country. Finally, Chairperson, um, uh, in order to achieve all of these objectives that we've set for ourselves, we need to stabilize management of the department and ensure that the that DWS has the capacity to do all of this. In this regard, um, 
We have been filling vacant senior positions in the department. Um, 30 senior management posts have been filled since the start of the 21-22 financial year, including the DG position and the CFO position, which was recently filled, and the DDG corporate services position. We are currently carrying out interviews for the two vacant positions of DDG. All the chief director positions in the department have been filled. Um, and all of our provincial head positions have been filled. Uh, that brings me to the end of the presentation, Chairperson. There's an annex show which gives a summary of the grant funding for infrastructure projects in different provinces. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, the Director General. Minister, is there anything that you want to add before we continue? Not at this stage, um, uh, Honorable Chair. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was the presentation by the Department of Water and Sanitation. So uh, the program is a little bit amended. And in the amended program, there was a request that the President of Salga then give us the local government perspective with regards to issues of the water. So we will now call on Honorable Stofile to continue with his presentation. The, I, I don't know why the hands are raised. Is there any, any reason? I'm sorry, members. The, the program is amended and we will now allow local government and after that we will take the input questions by the members. Honorable Dango, is there anything that you want to ask now? If not, we will continue, Honorable Stofile. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Deputy Chair, and um, greetings to members of the of the House, the Minister, and uh, Senior Management from the NCOP uh, Salga and uh, um, Department. I must uh, thank take this opportunity to thank um, uh, Deputy Chair to to be given an opportunity to reflect on issues that we believe as SALGA need to be taken forward on the debate or discussions pertaining to water as we understand that water is a, a very important uh, basic uh, um, service that is required to communities. <clears throat> With your permission, Chair, I think I will run through a few issues and then um, allow uh, William Morake to walk us through on the details. Um, we are grateful to be part of this important conversation and with the presence of the Honorable Minister. We have honored this invitation with the objective of sharing with the House our approach in terms of the subject. To this end, we wish to highlight the following key issues for reflection and discussions. Importantly, to collectively unearth solutions and agree on areas that requires solutions whereby we change the water service narrative. Reamplification, the mandate of local government, what has the promise to South Africans? The milestone we have been able to attain over a period of time, what are our obse observed gaps, measures to close the gaps and recommendation? Key aspects under this point, uh, Chair, includes highlighting the role of municipalities with the value chain 
as both water service authorities and water service providers. And the number of municipalities tasked with the provision of these important services, such as important because different categories of municipalities provide water services across our country, where in some cases it is local authorities or municipalities and other areas, the district municipalities. Municipalities have been hard at work increasing access to water services, as indicated in the 2018 stats report. Importantly, the service provider have been found to be accepted by consumers of the service in terms of water quality and overall water and sanitation services, as per the perception study undertaken by SALGA in collaboration with the Water Research Commission. However, we acknowledge that there are major challenges such as reliability of the services, including quality of the service. These challenges will share with the house in the next uh, period. Chairperson, as indicated earlier, we wish to highlight and acknowledge the following difficulties, challenges within our sector. These include, among others, lack and shortage of skills, particularly infrastructural planning. The state of our municipal infrastructure is deteriorating. A report uh, card by uh, South just African There's a moment, uh, Honorable Stofile, is there a possibility that you can that you can put on your video because this is a direct broadcast. Oh, sorry, ma. Sorry, sorry, sir. Thousands of apologies, sir. Is my video not on? It is definitely not. Thank you. Is well. it on? Yes, now it's on. Okay. Is, is it on? Is it on, ma'am? It's off again. It's off again. Yes. Okay. Let me let me let me try something different. Sorry. Is there someone that can assist while you continue with the presentation? Yes, I think I think William can continue, ma'am. I'm I'm trying to link back. I don't know. If I'm audible, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. You are, quite, you are quite audible, but if the presentation can continue, it will be fine. Yes, I think, William, if you are in, please uh, continue with the permission of the chair. Yes, no, presentation. Um, we may continue. Uh, good morning please. to all. And thanks, Deputy Chair and the chairperson of the session. Um, all protocol observed. Um, um, what we had prepared is uh, some few slides, and some of them um, the, um, the DG has touched on it. Uh, but we thought that um, let's highlight some of the issues that we think are quite critical for this focus. And here is an outline of our presentation. I will not go into the details, uh, but the one key element that we really want to surface for this house to consider is uh, the recommendations uh, you know, going forward. So one of the key issues, and I think uh, the DG and Minister made reference to it, is uh, to deepen our understanding if 
you know, what we had set ourselves as the task of local government if it contributes to the Bill of Rights, right? Um, and I think it's an important element that we need to consider going forward that are we legislatively structured correctly to be able to respond um, to the Bill of Rights? Um, some might say yes, some might say no. Um, I've got my own opinions, which I shall not express here because I'm representing Salva now. Importantly is that uh, we also wanted to deepen the members' understanding about um, the players in the sector and who regulates um, who. Um, so I will not go into the details. I think the, the minister and the DG has uh, clearly outlined uh, roles and responsibilities in that regard. Equally so, um, Chairperson, um, we also want to highlight that uh, out of the 257 municipalities, only 144 are tasked with water and sanitation because often enough, um, you know, a layman would not know that it's only 144, but the 257. And here's a makeup of the total number of 144, including their geographical location and the categories of uh, municipalities. Importantly, that uh, these municipalities, in my own opinion, Chair, um, they've made um, strides in ensuring that um, access to water and sanitation is incrementally delivered. Uh, I will not go into the details. Uh, but equally so that uh, the surveys that we've been doing at SAG, and we do this every five years, has indicated that um, South Africans are happy with our drinking water uh, that they have at their taps, including the service that uh, we are providing. And we acknowledge that these are some of the gains that have been made, uh, but there are a number of challenges that um, I think the DG and the minister has uh, clearly uh, outlined. And here are some of them, uh, uh, Chairperson, that would probably want to face um, for your consideration. And I will not go into the details of the sub-bullets, uh, but suffice to say that there's an element of, about um, poor management of our infrastructure, poor financial management and accountability, poor planning and the delivery thereof, and uh, poor community engagement. So that's, these are the, the four major key areas that we have identified at Salga that are uh, giving us a bit of a headache, uh, you know, as we try to support our members in the endeavors to deliver uh, water and sanitation. Equally so, we've actually summarized them into these four categories, uh, uh, Honorable Chair. And I think, um, here, we wish to highlight that um, under the bedrocks, uh, the provisioning of services in unplanned settlements, and I think the DG has touched on this, is really giving us a bit of a headache. And we do acknowledge that uh, there are a number of households in this country, uh, 22 years down the line, that do not have access to services. And this is obviously of consent to us collectively um, as a sector. So these are the four categories um, on our chair. And 
one of the key challenges that we are also observing is that um, uh, municipalities are also not uh, properly advised about uh, technological innovations that they need to employ in a quest to improve service delivery. And this has really caused uh, a stay um, in the sector that uh, there are a number of uh, service providers out there that are, um, in my own opinion, not providing some support to municipalities in relation to tech and innovation. And you will see that uh, out of the plans, 18 plans that we surveyed, 44 of them employed um, inappropriate technologies that matches their resource base. And this is obviously a concern for us uh, as Salga. So Chair, having sketched all these difficulties, uh, I think as Salga, we also wish to indicate where are these challenges happening? Uh, because we don't want to paint all municipalities with, uh, with the same brush. And we are highlighting um, here that, you know, the 21 DMs that are tasked with water and sanitation are a major concern. And I think the DG made reference to one uh, in the northern part of KZN, which is Mukanyabude. And we're saying that if these 21 DMs fails, uh, essentially 113 municipalities within those districts also fail. Uh, and that is obviously uh, a concern for us. There is an emergence of uh, some metros not doing well. Uh, we know the likes of um, uh, Mangaung and to some extent the likes of uh, Buffalo City are not doing extremely well. And the rest of the municipalities in these other provinces that we are uh, highlighting uh, to good selves. Now, I'm sure you're probably asking yourself, uh, yes, Salga, we hear all these challenges, we hear all these difficulties, uh, but what's, what the solutions that you bring into the party? So as part of our mandate, as per the legislation, uh, we are then looking at finding solutions to these difficulties through a number of interventions. And one of them is through these work packages that we've put together, working together with municipalities, uh, including uh, the department and uh, you know, private sector and public sector uh, entities. And we're quite excited to share with yourselves um, some of these interventions, um, Honorable Chair. We did not want to go into the details of each of these, uh, but there are a number of uh, these interventions which we wish to highlight, which are critical uh, for this particular uh, engagement. First being that, um, you know, as local government and, and stakeholders, we've been working hard, uh, Honorable Chair, and I think the main reference to, or the Honorable Chairperson of the NCOP made reference to COVID. And um, together with the Department of Water and Sanitation and other stakeholders, I think the intervention that was initiated by the department through the provision on, the provision of tank and tankers has been um, exceptional. And uh, for us, we're quite excited that we play a critical role together with our members to ensure that communities are provided with water uh, during the, the height of uh, you know, COVID-19. Importantly, that we're working with uh, the Water Research Commission 
and other key stakeholders in tracking these um, COVID-19 in our wastewater facilities. Uh, so there is a, a national program that our members are participating on as we want to ensure that uh, you know, COVID-19 does not find expression in our water services delivery. Equally so, Chair, um, and I did hear the DG speak at pains, including the minister, about the skills. And uh, we want to put these um, proposals that we are working with a number of our partners, uh, both locally and internationally, in the quest to really improve uh, how we manage our systems. And in this instance, we are highlighting our partnership with the Department of Water and Sanitation together with the Dutch. That is really aimed at um, ensuring the improvement of our wastewater facilities uh, amongst others and is then framed into these uh, three work packages, uh, which I shall not go into the details, but here are uh, the interventions that are unfolding in municipalities. Secondly, on the, on the skills, Chair, and we're emphasizing the skills because we think if we get the skills right, I mean, the rest of the challenges should be easily uh, uh, resolved. Another important intervention is looking at uh, training our members as well in the wastewater facility space, because that's where the major challenges are, spillages and the like, in terms of the management of the at uh, digesters at the municipal level, but importantly, the management of energy, uh, because we know that um, uh, wastewater facilities uh, consume a lot of energy, and currently we don't have a sense in terms of what is the consumption of energies within our facilities. And through this particular intervention, Honorable Chair, we will then emerge with an understanding of how we need to manage our energy at wastewater facilities, given the current uh, load shedding. Equally so, um, Honorable Chair, we are making substantive progress in the area of non-revenue water. Uh, we know the country is losing almost uh, about 10 billion rands. And uh, at the summit, we made an example that um, if we were to times it by three um, on an annual basis, uh, that's equivalent to Lesotho Highlands 2 uh, water project. So essentially what we're doing in the country, we're building Lesotho Highlands uh, projects every three years if these uh, interventions are not giving us the results in relation to arresting non-revenue water. And to this end, we're quite excited. We're working with uh, the Japanese and DWS um, in supporting municipalities to really uh, arrest non-revenue water that is unfolding uh, in municipalities. The image on your left-hand side, Honorable Chair, um, is a simulation facility uh, built by the Japanese with our support, and municipalities are trained um, on understanding how to track non-revenue water within that area of jurisdiction. Equally so, on the funding side, uh, we're working with DBSA, to look at funding instruments, uh, you know, both in the conventional infrastructure and in the non-revenue water through a, a project preparation funding instrument, including the, uh, the funding thereof. So these are some of the 
um, you know, high-level interventions that we're making on the on the skills uh, part of it. Lastly, on the skills chair is um, we talk a lot about water quality, but I don't think we're giving it the necessary attention. And from a Salga's point of view, uh, we took the initiative of uh, convening all our municipalities to deepen understanding in terms of the capabilities of their labs and the capabilities of their scientists um, to track uh, water and sanitation uh, quality. And we're quite excited that uh, we managed to establish a, a scientific services forum. And that forum has really framed these five strategic uh, intentions, which I shall not go into the details. But if you look at um, on the right hand side at the bottom of that image, that is the work that the scientific forum uh, has done over a period of, um, of two years. On the infrastructure, and I think some of the images uh, the DG has, has shown, uh, it is obviously a worry for us um, to be seeing this particular picture and we frame it as the good, the bad and the ugly. And obviously the bad and the ugly is giving the sector a, a a repetitional damage uh, that uh, since uh, there isn't any attention being focused on the bad and the ugly. Uh, but I can assure the members here that uh, some interventions are happening which we will share with yourselves. So one of the key issues that we really need to look into is how we spend our, our, our grants. And the sector benefits a lot from these three grants, um, Honorable Chair. Uh, but to some extent, um, in some instances, I wish to stress is that not all of our municipalities are utilizing these grants to their maximum, right? And, and it has a potential of uh, impact on service delivery. And therefore, um, there's a suggestion that we need to look at uh, reconfiguring some of these funds or these grants to ensure going forward that they respond to some of the challenges that we are faced with, including uh, operations and maintenance. On the OPEC side, um, we're quite excited that there's been a number, uh, not a number, it's the wrong way, there's been efforts uh, through the fiscus uh, that money is allocated um, for basic services. And you will see that um, how much money has been allocated over a period of time the water and uh, sanitation space. But having said that, uh, Honorable Chair, there are a number of observations and research findings on both the, the MIG and the, and the equitable share that funds uh, free basic services. And here are the major three ones, which uh, I will not go into the details. Uh, however, on Roman figure two, it is evident that um, the underfunding has dire consequences um, in terms of what was assumed or in terms of the uh, white paper on local government that was put together in 1998. And importantly that uh, I've mentioned um, some, uh, or I have highlighted uh, some issues about restructuring of the conditional grant system including um, you know, making concerted effort about the reduction of reporting and compliance uh, burden that is uh, being observed uh, happening in municipalities. 
Now, what are some of the areas that we probably need to look into? We know, for example, that uh, the market has enough money as alternative funding instruments. However, um, what the private sector is saying to us is they are not seeing bankable projects. So that part on the right-hand side, we're quite um, optimistic that as we engage with DWS and DBS and other players, we should be able then to put together projects uh, that will attract alternative funding. We know currently that the difficulty is on the service charges and um, this is the elephant in the room uh, that uh, municipalities as of September 2021 are owed to 64 billion rands. I know the DG has indicated that we owe the water boards, uh, but equally so we are owed uh, that amount of money. And we think um, if some magic has to happen that we recover this money, we should be able to resolve some of the difficulties that we are experiencing. Equally so, as we do that, we're looking at projects for new money, and, and these we call them resource recovery projects, such as your biogas, uh, your reuse, and hydropower. And we think um, if we can crack these projects and working with our municipalities, we should be able to imagine victorious in looking at alternative uh, uh, money within municipalities. I will not go into the debt because uh, I think uh, a lot of um, uh, effort has been made uh, as indicated by the DG through a multidisciplinary revenue committee and Salga plays a critical role in resolving some of the difficulties there. So I've spoken about these uh, three uh, alternative uh, resource recovery projects, and I will not go into the details uh, on them on our chair. On tech and innovation, uh, we're also putting uh, some effort to advise our members on technology innovation, and we've put together these eight integrated platforms, and each of them have a value proposition. And the one that would like to highlight for today is the value proposition on the Water Inspire a water engineers by a program. And this is where we are capacitating young engineers to respond to innovative solutions uh, that are unearthing in the world. And there has been a lot of efforts uh, through um, a program run by the Water Research Commission with us called the Young Engineers Change Makers Program. And this is where we expose these young engineers to uh, international and national ways of uh, water management um, uh, in the world. Again, we're also partnering the young stars with the best in the world. And, and in this instance, um, with the Japanese, because uh, we've got a, a memorandum of understanding with them uh, to really help us capacitate the young stars. And there has been efforts in that regard through a number of webinars that unfolded uh, in the last year. Um, I will not go into this, but what we are suggesting uh, for municipalities to take um, on board taking innovation, we are in discussions with the chief procurement officer uh, to explore procurement processes of how innovative solutions could be taken by municipalities, because currently there is hindrances there, and we think through this engagement, we should be able then to um, come up with means and ways of how we could support municipalities to embrace new ways of um, uh, water management in terms of technology and innovation. 
Here is our partners that we work with, and I will not go into the details, but we're quite excited that a number of key players have supported us in our quest to ensure going forward that tech and innovation becomes an important area in the area of uh, water management. As I move towards the conclusion, Chair, is that um, we are also considering uh, alternative uh, delivery models. Uh, the DG spoke at length about uh, interventions, and we are of the opinion that uh, part of what has been proposed should look at alternatives. And there is a plethora of options uh, in terms of um, uh, alternative service delivery mechanisms. And these are the proposals that we will be pushing forward uh, as Salga. As I've indicated, and this is my almost third last slide, as I've indicated, uh, we're working very closely with the metros uh, through the City Water Managers Forum and through the national uh, treasuries program called the City Support Program. And on the right-hand side of the slide, you will see the reform map uh, that is being suggested as interventions for the metros, because if the metros fail, um, Honorable Chair, I'm sure all of us would acknowledge that um, we will be feeding the country. And in that regard, um, working very closely uh, with them. Um, I will not go into the details about our two-prom strategy, but we're looking at enablers and uh, proposals in terms of um, how we need to move forward. And the key one under enablers, uh, Honorable Chair, is just to highlight um, Enabler number four, uh, that as Saga going forward, we will be pushing for intermunicipal cooperation. Uh, sometimes it is mind-boggling, Chair, that uh, Mfuleni fails uh, in the presence of our neighboring municipalities, which are metros. Um, so, so we'll probably need to look at a way that going forward as part of our support mechanisms that um, you know, surrounding municipalities should not fail whilst others are thriving. I mean, uh, it doesn't, it's illogical in my own opinion. And I think it's one of the key areas that we're going to be focusing on our energies on uh, going forward. I will not go into the rest of the seven. And then here are our final slides. And this is two of them. And this we presented when we had a meeting with the minister uh, or the ministry. And these were supported, Honorable Chair. And uh, we were then instructed by that meeting that um, the department and SALGA should uh, jointly work together in taking these uh, proposals forward. Um, and I wish to highlight one or two areas that are quite critical uh, for this August House to consider. The first one is um, the establishment of a water regulator. Um, so currently, uh, the sector operates without a referee. Um, and I make an example that imagine if Chiefs and Pirates plays and there's no referee uh, regulating how the game should be played. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it is actually at that scale, and that is obviously worrisome. On the infrastructure part, uh, the country currently we don't have an infrastructure investment policy. So the way we do our build program is not guided by a coherent investment policy. 
And then on the third one, on institutional delivery mechanisms, we spoke a lot about the districts failing. And therefore, it, it, it will then translate, in my own opinion, that um, the district development model uh, might not be realized if those uh, WSAs um, are, are not doing great. And then the last four uh, is on cooperation and partnership. I think the minister spoke at length about that. The fifth one is on planning instruments, looking at our water services development plans. And then the sixth part, uh, the sixth proposal is on strengthening intergovernmental relations. And then the last one is on stakeholder management. And there, Chair, we wish to emphasize that you know, chapter four of the Municipal Systems Act will become very, very crucial going forward because it talks about public participation and how that should be taken forward um, into the municipal businesses. Uh, Honorable Chair, I think that's the last slide uh, that we are making these recommendations uh, for the House to, uh, to consider. And, um, and I thank you for the opportunity. Uh, back to you, Chair. Thank you so very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Moraka, as well as the President of Sarga, Honorable Stofile. We will now continue and we will request members to indicate where, whether they want to ask some questions to the Minister and his team, as well as to Sarga as the local government. We will now allow that. Can we get an indication? Honorable Christians. Thank you very much, uh, Deputy Chairperson. Uh, Deputy Chairperson, my question is to the Minister, and perhaps as well, um, Salga can give some input here. Um, so a collapsing bulk sewage network has caused the sewage lake to form outside Kimberley on the R31 road to Daniel scale Kuruman area. The sewage lake, now popularly known as Lake Zamani Saw, named after our Premier, was caused by the city's aging and collapsing bulk sewage network, namely the Hoha pump station, which is now irreparably damaged. A few, a few weeks ago, the public protector, advocate Busisiwe Mkwebani and her deputy was in the Northern Cape with the premier to ascertain how the provincial government will address the sewage lake. The lake has reportedly now claimed the life of one person. But there has been a number of accidents there as well where vehicles have plunged into this lake. Currently, the road is merely being broadened with truckloads of sand, which does not solve this massive sewage lake. Minister, my question to you is, how many more people need to lose their lives before you deal with this ever-growing sewage lake? that now poses a threat, not only to the motorists on the R31, but also to the Kui and San communities who live just nearby this massive sewage lake. Will the Hoha pump be fixed in the near future, as it is not only leaking raw sewage, but also the fresh water supply of the residents of Kimberley and Soplaiki? If there is a plan to fix the sewage pump, what is the timelines and what is the cost associated with it? 
Thank you, Deputy Chairperson. Honourable members, can I request that I will in, I will implement the three-minute rule now, so that we go to the question. Although it was possibly necessary for Honourable Christian to give that background because it's a provincial issue, but can members please try and be concise and to the point with regards to the questions? Honourable Malika. Honourable Malika, speak to the mic, please. Thank you. Thank you, Deputy Chairperson, and welcome to the presentation from uh, the Minister and Salka. I want to check with the Minister the issue of water and storage leakages are beca uh, becoming a phenomenon in some of our areas in the country. What forecast program is being implemented to address this problem? And what is the progress? Thank you, Deputy Chair. Thank you, Honorable Malika. Honorable C.F. Bayer Smith. Smith. Honorable Smith. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, uh, I don't know if my name is. Can we come back to you, Honorable Smith? Can we come back to you? Honorable Smith, can I come back to you? audible. Can you hear me? You are not quite audible. But we can hear you now. Can you hear me, Chair? We can hear you now. Chairperson, can you hear me? It will remain. So you may continue so that we can hear whether you are audible. But please, if I know you have got a very weak network, if you can for a few moments just put on your video and then you can switch it off and continue with your question. Honorable Smith. Honorable Bozov, can you, in the meantime, continue? We will come back to Honorable Smith. Thank you very much, um, Deputy Chairperson, and good morning to the Minister. Minister, Governor Mbeki Municipality has no progress and only sees huge gaps. Several projects were launched, but most are not still not functional. The N17 pump station in Lebohang has, since the project commenced two and a half years ago, not been completed costing this municipality an extra 2.5 million plus penalties on top of the already 10 million budgeted for this project. Honorable Minister, large number of sewer leaks are to be found all over Governor Mbeki. Every stream is polluted, areas polluted with raw sewer leakages are Secunda, Betel, Evanda, Mzinoni, and Leandra. In Kinross, sewer flows into the streams from all areas bypassing the pump stations and the wastewater treatment works. Townships are suffering the most with sewer flowing in the streets daily. Toilets and RDPs are not connected to infrastructure. There are areas that have not seen preventative maintenance or any maintenance for the past 20 years. Governor Mbeki municipality is polluting the Vol and Olifants river systems on a different but larger scale 
than those towns next to the Vol River. Now, Minister, what I would like to know from you is, in terms of these blatant pollution um, wastages, no progress but gaps only of a humanitarian and an environmental crisis exist. Was any directive issued by the Department of Water and Sanitation to this municipality and to the province due to a systemic failure of GMM for 20 years? Why did um, the Department of Waste, Water and Sanitation not lay charges according to the transgression of the South African Constitution, Section 24 and 27, the National Water Act? 36 of 1998, section 15191J and 2, and the NEMA Act, 107 of 1998, section 49A, 1E and F. Thank you very much, Honourable Deputy Chair. Thank you, Honourable Bosov. Thank you very much. I will now give Honourable Dangor, and then we will try Honourable Smith again. Thank you very much, Deputy Chair. My question is to all the uh, stakeholders that presented. Uh, the outcomes of the recent Water Summit, what are the key lessons learned therefrom which will improve the response of the department to improve the water and sanitation situation in South Africa? Example. We have, in the words of the former mayor of Mfuleni, that that problem cannot resolve, be resolved unless the polluters pay for what they have done. And the polluters in this case are Johannesburg and Swani. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Dangor. Honorable C.F. Bayesmet, if you return. If we are still not there, can we then have Honorable Bosch? I uh, think, let me just double check. Thank you, Madam Deputy Chair. Um, my question is to the Honorable Minister. Um, in recent months, Atuane, Ekurleni and Johannesburg, three of the country's biggest metros, have severely been affected by ongoing, continuous and often extended water outages and stoppages due to water disruptions and failures at groundwater. Within a short space of time, Service interruptions were caused by a variety of issues that included electrical supply failure, pump failure, delayed repair work on a reservoir, and lastly also operational issues that now relates to a tie in scheduled um, for the 1st to the 3rd of April. This should be of grave concern as it seems to highlight weaknesses across the board. These outages are either not communicated on by Randwater or communicated very late and sometimes only communicated on my Twitter feed. In light of this, could the minister please answer the following questions? Number one, what plans will the minister put in place to ensure that additional water tankers are sourced from Randwater and the SANDF to proactively assist with the supply of water to affected communities, especially during the upcoming maintenance period in April? Prolonged outages over a number of days, even if planned, results in reservoirs and pipes being drained which can add a day or two for the system to reach full restoration, which could result in communities not having water for up to five to 10 days, if not more. 
Has the minister launched an investigation to determine what the cause of these frequent water outages are and what plans have been put in place to address this on an urgent basis? And why the supply of water to the east of Tswana, to give just one example, is entirely dependent on a single source of electricity on a single pump? Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Bosov. Next is Honorable Mdetwa. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Deputy Chairperson of the House. Morning, colleagues. Uh, I just want to ask my question direct to the Minister. Makwimane, the Porihali Dam was uh, delayed by five years for commencement date. Has the project commenced and what is the duration of the project, Makwimane? Two, what is the value of the construct of the constructor and what is the intended impact of the project in addressing the water uh, scarcity, uh, scarcity in in our country i was also pleased that uh, you you seem to have known most of the dam especially in kzn the Josini dam that still can't save the local community I was very pleased when you raised that matter that your department is addressing that. Thanks so much, Deputy Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Mtetwa. Can we try CF Bayesmat again? If he's not there, we will now go to Honorable Fisser. Fisser, Honorable Fisser. Thank you, Honorable Deputy Chair. Uh, my question is to the Minister. Minister, the preamble of the National Water Act 36 of 1998 provides fundamental recognition that the water of South Africa belongs to all the people and that the national government has the overall responsibility and authority over the nation's water resources and the use thereof. The Minister of Water and Sanitation, therefore, is the custodian of the water of South Africa. District municipalities have the constitutional responsibility as water and sanitation authority to deliver bulk services to the local municipalities at appropriate levels and within sound management practices. Minister, question A, as the custodian of the Department of Water and Sanitation and considering the fact that more municipalities are without water for a period of more than 10 years, how will you eradicate gaps in the provision of water and sanitation in all municipalities when district municipalities and water boards fails to deliver according to their mandates and not being held accountable for their failures? Question B, Minister, is what action are you going to take? The sanitation authorities decanting raw untreated effluent from wastewater treatment plants in streams, rivers and dams and the Department of Water and Sanitation pushes the buck of accountability between provinces and municipalities for the past 15 years. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Fisser. Honorable Bartlett. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Deputy Chairperson. Good morning. Uh, Honorable Minister, my first question is uh, President Sarah Ramaphosa in his 2020 State of the Nation Address committed the Department of Water and Sanitation that it will reduce the waiting period for issuing water use licenses. With reference to that, Honorable Minister, one, 
what has the department achieved on the set target of issuing these water licenses within 90 days? Uh, and secondly, how many licenses have been issued so far? I thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Thanks. Thank you, Honorable Bartlett. We will now give to Honorable Ryder. If Honorable C.F.B. Smith is on the platform, if you can type your question or request one of the other members to ask your question, we will appreciate that. But we will now give Honorable Ryder in the meantime. Thank you very much, Deputy Chairperson. Noting the date, I'm going to say beware the Ides of March. Um, but let me move to my question. Minister, the Citibank Regional Sewer Scheme was first identified and described as a project sometime way back in 2003 or 2004. The project has started and it comprises several components, but the delays have been absolutely unforgivable and the flow of sewage into the Vaal River system has reached disaster level. Minister, your department saw fit to ring-fence the Regional Bulk Infrastructure Grant for the Mfoleni and Midval local municipalities from about 2012 or 2013. And the result has been delay after delay. And components of the project, which should really have been completed by now, stand gathering cobwebs half finished and, and sometimes just left alone. We hear that there will be site establishment late in Mfoleni later this month again, um, as, as new contractors come in to continue with the project. But uh, Minister, will you commit to completing the work on the Mariton Wastewater Treatment Works within the next 12 months, or alternatively allocating the regional bulk grant back to the Midwell local municipality so that they can finish the job? It would also be interesting to hear Selga's comments on this. Thank you, Chair. Deputy. Thank you, Honorable uh, Ryder. Honorable Ndongeni. Honorable Ndongeni. Honorable Molita. Oh, are you there? Yes, yes, now it's fine. Oh, we may continue. Oh, thank okay, thank you, Deputy Chair. Morning, Honorable Minister. My question is, in relation to consequence management of mismanagement, to what extent have employees been criminally charged and convicted? Two, dismissed from their work. Three, and blacklisting of companies involved in these cases of fraud and corruption. Thank you, Deputy Chair. Thank you, Honorable Ndongeni. Honorable Mulitsane. Thank you, Deputy Chair. Uh, my question goes to the minister. Uh, not minister, it goes to, to Salga. Uh, in Mafube municipality, which is found in Fezileta B district in the Free can you, State. Can you just can you just shift the bed because we can't see you? To your, to your left, shift to your left and okay. open your video. Yeah. I wasn't aware I'm correcting that. Better, better. My apologies for that, my apologies okay. for that. Uh, Continue, thank you. Okay. Uh, in Fesle, in uh, Mafube, municipality in Fesle, Dabi, 
there's a problem of financial, there's a serious uh, financial problems there. And every time when the employees didn't get their salaries, then there'll be shortage of water, that water will be closed. But immediately after they've received their salaries, then the water will be available. For an example, last Tuesday, since from last Tuesday, there was no water. But on Saturday, when they got, when they got paid, then suddenly the water was available. Uh, what intervention can be done so that the community doesn't become the victim when municipality is failing to meet its obligation? My second question goes to the minister. I'm sure you see the background of my picture there. It is the house that is surrounded by 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 by, by the by the spilling of 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 uh, by the by the by the water from the sewage. This house, this this problem, it is in welcome in Machabi municipality. The community has been experiencing an ongoing sewage spillage problem, where fires are all over people's houses and in the streets. Now, Minister, what immediate intervention can be made to save the community from the unbearable smell they are experiencing that has put their lives in danger? You can see that here, that, that, that is behind me, that you can imagine the smell that is there. Thank you, Deputy Chair. Thank you, Honorable Muletsane, Honorable uh, Kleinans. Um, thank you very much, Deputy Chair. <clears throat> My question is to the Minister, and thank you very much for the presentation, Minister. Um, the debt by Matsabeng Municipality to Sedibeng Water currently stands at over $4 billion, while Mangaung Metro owes Bloom Water almost $1 billion. Other municipalities served by Mangaung Metro uh, include Nala, Kopanong, and Mansopa. Um, which are served by Bloom Water. Bloom Water also currently has no qualified engineer. The announcement that City Bing Water has been disestablished and that Bloom Water will take over the functions previously performed by City Bing in the Free State. Can the Minister please explain how this will improve the delivery of water in Free State while none of the municipalities making use of water entities is able to pay for the service, and how will Bloom Water be capacitated, resourced, and empowered to take on this huge task and be protected from municipalities which are unable to pay? Thank you. Thank you, Honourable Kleinans. Honourable Nkosi. Honourable Nkosi. Honorable Nkosi, if Honorable Nkosi is still trying to connect, can Honorable Nkiva continue? Honorable Nkiva. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Deputy Chair. And uh, let me start off by expressing my appreciation to the presentation by the Minister as well as Salga. Uh, I will just focus on the good office of Umar Kingwane in terms of my question. And my question relates to a local municipality that is in the Eastern Cape province called Nklambe Municipality. The Hawks have recently seized tender documents relating to the water desalination 
project in that municipality. <clears throat> what action is the department taking in ensuring that the project continues without hindrance to bring much needed water relief to the people of Ntambe locality? Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Mkiva. Honorable Sileku. Thank you very much, Deputy Chair, Honorable Members, and to the Minister and the Deputy Minister. The recent, uh, am I audible, Chair? You are audible and Thank you very much. The recent AG report indicating a mismanagement of 293 million supposed to address water and sanitation management problems in the Ngaka, Modiri, Molima district municipality, leading to failure of the five municipalities in their jurisdiction where raw untreated sewer in the arts, Rafir, Kling Arts, Rafir, Baba, Span, Nature Reserve, Vensel Dam, Tawung Dam, Career Spread, Marikopur Dam, but a few of the natural resources in Northwest. In 15 years, this became the status quo of, war, of wastewater management of a sanitation authority. Coxside Northwest only leads, lends a supporting role in the water function since the mandate is national. The question to the minister, does the department have a permanent solution to deal with eradicating the gaps with water and sanitation issues and the failure of water and sanitation authorities to deliver to their constitutional obligation? Thank you very much, Bayadanki and course. Thank you, uh, Honorable Sileku. Honorable Nkosi, do you want to come back? Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Deputy Chair. Greetings to your good self, the Minister and the Deputy Ministers and my colleagues, the MSCs. Uh, my question is directed to Honorable Minister. Illegal water connections by businesses and communities at large means that water is lost and some wasted. Honorable Minister, what is your department doing in ensuring that illegal water connections are prevented? And what consequences are meted against those found illegally connecting water? Thank you very much, Honorable Deputy Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Mkosi. Honorable Hadebe. Greetings to you. <clears throat> May we see you? Can you open your video? Yes. Um, Continue with your question. Um, greetings to you, Honorable Deputy. Um, sorry, greetings to you and uh, the Honorable Minister um, Jamagasluane. Um, my question um, relates to um, the issue of the um, um, of the river, Clip River, in the KZN in Ladysmith. Um, each time um, there is high rainfall, Clip River overflows, and the Ladysmith town becomes flooded. Um, there is Kedusis Dam that was designed to control the flow of the river in times of heavy rainfall, but seemingly it's not helping. 
Uh, my question to the Honorable Minister is that what plans are there from the side of, of the department to assist um, to assist in that regard? Um, thank you, Honorable Deputy Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Hadebe. Uh, the next will be Honorable Detoy. Honorable Detoy. Thank you, Deputy Chair. Honorable Minister. Minister, with um, load shedding that is taking place on a more frequent basis in South Africa and uh, affecting everyone. Um, your department, I want to know, have you been in consultation with other departments to ensure that water pumps that is supplying towns and outlying areas is not affected by the load shedding? Uh, we've seen that there's a constant theft taking place of critical infrastructure and on numerous occasions, once that is repaired, uh, load shedding uh, takes place and communities and individuals are without for days on end. So, Minister, are there any plans in place to ensure that water interruptions does not take place and that critical infrastructure and water supply is not affected by load shedding? Thank you, Minister. Honourable Dutwe, thank you. Honourable Ntetwa, before I continue, is that a legacy end or do you want to ask a question? Yes, uh, Deputy Chair, Membebe, she's not well. She just wrote a message to me to ask this question. I don't know whether it is that audible, Chair. No, it's audible and it's allowed. You may continue. Okay, okay thank, thank you very much. Um, Deputy Chair, once more again. My um, question here is in relation to maintenance of government water dam infrastructure and the waste treatment plant. One, Matuman, has the department conducted inspection for this current year, uh, financial year? Two, and what is the status of the dam and waste uh, treatment plant in the country? Particularly, Makwimwane, they raised an issue of a lady's methem nambit. That, that area is forever, doesn't have water and is being supplied by trucks. If you can tell us exactly what is happening in that area as well, we will appreciate that. Thank you very much, Deputy Chair. Thank you, Honorable Mtetwa. Honorable Mutamai. Honorable Mutamai. Kenny Mutamai. Honorable Mutamai, if you are not there, we will give to Honorable Sheikh. Thank you very much, uh, Deputy Chair, and greetings to the Minister and the President of Salva. Uh, Minister, the many rural communities that do not have access to portable water rely on borehole water. Within Limpopo, there is a community within a village in Nankwen that has been complaining that they have been without water since 2019 due to a broken water pump and that the Capricorn District Municipality is failing to fix this. Minister, was your department informed about this Nankwang village water outage? 
And if not, or perhaps what is the role of your department in such instances and what actions is your department going to take with regard to this matter? Thank you very much, uh, Deputy Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Sheikh. We will now again, before we continue, hear from Honorable C.F. Bayer-Smith, whether he is already reconnected or did he dedicate, delegate anyone to ask on his behalf? Chairperson, uh, can you hear me? We can hear you now, yes. Okay, that is, that's fantastic. Chairperson, um, right, uh, let me just in here quickly, sorry. I've got now multiple. Chairperson, um, the, the first uh, is I would like to thank the Minister um, for the feedback on the Flag Bushilo uh, water project out of the Olifants River system. However, Chairperson, uh, I want to know from the uh, Minister, um, as he mentioned, that it will only be finished by the year 2028. Um, and the challenges that Mughalakwina currently have uh, you know, with with no water, water being brown uh, in color in the in the pipelines uh, because of of bore water that's being being uh, borehole water that's being used as well. Um, what mitigation will take place in meantime to ensure that Mahalakwena um, actually has enough water, uh, you know, to survive until 2028. Um, then I would like to know, uh, Chairperson, uh, whether the minister is aware, um, uh, 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 well, the minister should be aware of Mughalakwina's water shortages and daily struggles of the community. Have the leaks in the water channel to farmers in the Stelkerfeer area out of the during dry dam have been fixed yet? And if not, why is it being opened while millions of litres are being wasted and lost? And then my last question, uh, um, Honourable uh, uh, Deputy Chair, is um, I, I, I want to dare the Minister to go and stay in Pola Park, Parkmore, Sekakaping, Oha Mitchell, next to the Dorps River, just uh, um, for one day. Uh, the vulgar smell in, in the, uh, is unbearable and cannot be, uh, cannot be healthy to the community. What is being done to assist Mughalakwena with the major bulk, uh, bulk sewer plant that is daily spilling raw sewage into the Nails Flay, Dorps and Roosevelt River system that flows into the Mughalakwena system? And when will this serious violation of human rights and environmental and water law be resolved? And is a Section 63 intervention uh, an a, a option that they'll consider? Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Smith. There is, uh, I'm trying, Honorable Ocamp, um, uh, sorry, Ocamp, not you. I want to try Mutsamai again. If Mutsamai is not there, then let's give Honorable Fussell because I see she, she have raised the hand. Honorable Mutsamai, try, but we will now give to Honorable Fussell. Is it a legacy end or do you have something that you want to ask Honorable Fussell? Now, I've got another question, Deputy Chair, if, it's, if, if I'm allowed. You are allowed. Continue. Thank you. Honorable Minister, Kenny Wong Nchikila was born on the 16th of June 2015. She lived in the Chochwane section, Ahisanang Twahin. 
um, and of which Ahisanang was of the privilege to have elite reticulation systems. For 10 years, people are living in Dechutwani without the provision of any water or sanitation. A gap left by the local, the district, and the Department of Housing and Water uh, and um, Department of Water and Sanitation in Northwest. On the 9th of March 2022, Kenny Wong Chikila went playing outside but did not return. She drowned in the pit toilet that was dug by a nearby neighbor for his family to live a dignified life. The cover disappeared ex and extensive rains filled the pit and Kenny Wong died in this pit. Her mother is unemployed without an ID, without any support or any of, or of any hope. She does not have the means to bury her daughter. Government failed in its mandate. Minister, this tragedy again confirms the need to identify the elephant in the room to enable government to make progress, progress in erad eradicating the gaps in the provision of water and sanitation authorities regarding their roles, responsibilities, capabilities and competency levels. What is your plan to keep authorities accountable to their mandates? Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Fisser. Honorable Aukam. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Chairperson, I would have stand in for Honorable uh, Bayer Smith, so he has asked his question. I'm covered. Thank you so much. Thank you, Honorable Aukam. Honorable Butsamai. <laughs> Thank you, Chair, uh, Deputy Chair. Deputy Chairperson, can you give us a work with the Mediterranean more in full in municipality? But in the Mediterranean, I thought I was going to go to the Mediterranean. I thought I was going electricity. go to the Mediterranean. Kebe kia hape chepesen, bashika bara pafan, wobujana la local municipality. Metia bonana lohotsamaya after three days. Abuwe. Kwetua yangwari batwana bafumane mezi, yaka tulo tenga tate longwari mezi haba shutil. Kyaliburache. Kyaliburantate. Finally, Honorable Dodovu. Uh, thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson, Deputy Chairperson of the NCOP. Honorable Dodovo. Uh, we, we welcome. Honorable Dodovo, just excuse me. Honorable Zandamela, do you have a question? So it's gone. So you may speak, Honorable Dodovo, because Zandamela does it every time. You may continue. Yes, I was saying that we welcome the two presentations from the Minister and the President of, of Salga and take this opportunity to officially congratulate Honorable Stofilo for his election as the president of, of, of Salga and looking forward to work with him. Uh, Honorable Minister, to you, you raised an important question in relation to corruption, and you said uh, criminality will never be allowed again in the department. And this comes under the backdrop of the fact that there were a lot of allegations about fraud and corruption in the department. And therefore, based on that, my question is, what is it that you, the department is currently doing? What is the plan of the department in fighting fraud and corruption? And what are the processes and systems that the department has put in place to ensure that never again that this is going to happen again? 
Thank you very much, Honorable Deputy Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Dodovu. I will now do as follows. If there is any questions that the Salga delegation feel that they need to respond to, I will give to the president of Salga with his delegation to respond to the questions that is applicable to them. And after that, we will give to the minister. Can you please mute if we don't hear you? you can, yes, you can also give to your to the, the team you bring. We don't hear you. Something is wrong. Honorable Stofile. Can we be assisted, please? If there is something wrong with your system, with your gadget, can the, Mr. Maraka, can you respond if there is anything, please? No, um, um, thanks, Honorable Chair. Um, essentially, there was, um, I think, one key question addressed to Saura from Honorable uh, Ryder, if I'm not mistaken, about the situation at Midval um, in terms of the the RB being fenced and implemented by the Department of Water and Sanitation. Um, may we be allowed to share through you that um, perhaps we be afforded an opportunity to do an investigation in the uh, because we are aware that um, the department can can we please mute we are listening to the uh, to the presenter at the moment please you may continue mr moraka no, no thanks chair uh, so we know that in some instances um where there is no sufficient capacity in municipalities uh, the department through the engagements with um, municipalities will then um, work collaboratively uh, to implement uh, projects, uh, particularly of significant uh, nature. Um, so as Salga, we're not aware that um, that money was taken away. Um, it's something that we will um, investigate Chair, uh, with your permission. But overall, um, if one looks at uh, some of these questions that have been raised by honorable members, um, I mean, they cut across a number of key areas. In, uh, so firstly, the, the institutional side in terms of how we're delivering water services. Um, there was an honorable member that mentioned something about uh, Mafube and municipality. Uh, I think it was honorable Moletzani that uh, in most cases um, when municipal officials are on strike, uh, the water does not flow. We've also observed such a tendency in other municipalities, Honorable Moletzani, and one of the root causes there is that um, our budgets uh, to some extent are not, are not funded. 
Um, so the way we do our budgeting uh, does not afford us an opportunity to respond to these kind of uh, challenges, firstly. Uh, but secondly, and I don't have to educate you about this, um, collection rates are also not at uh, high levels, uh, particularly in these type of uh, municipalities. And in that regard, um, it does contribute to us as municipalities to pay um, the salaries. But thirdly is that um, I think we need to cast our eyes in terms of how we use our equitable shares, uh, because clearly in municipalities such as uh, Mafube, um, majority of the communities there would be indigent, and therefore the fiscals uh, would have um, given uh, some money uh, for that municipality to provide that particular service, including payment of salaries. So we'll probably have to uh, customize them to further investigation in terms of how we can support them uh, you know, going forward. Uh, so, Chair, those are the few questions that um, we have picked up. But maybe finally, uh, from our side, is that... Um, uh, our suggested interventions uh, as a result of uh, these challenges that we are seeing in the sector, um, those seven interventions, we are of the opinion that if we work with all the stakeholders, uh, they will bring the much needed change that uh, we have been anticipating for a period of time. Uh, so I thank you, Chair. Thank you. Mr. Moraka, we will now request the Honourable Minister and his team so that they can respond to the, the inputs and questions of the, of the Honourable Members. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Honourable Chair. We are quite a team here, Deputy Ministers, uh, two of them, and the uh, uh, senior officials led by the TG, uh, uh, who will uh, assist one another. Uh, let me start with uh, um, the Honourable Member Christians, uh, who asked about a question about the sewer leak in Kimberley as a result of uh, the Kuha, um, uh, uh, I think it's a wastewater plant, uh, belong to that company. Uh, Personally, I'm not aware of it, uh, of the leak uh, in that particular city. We are going to be following up uh, with uh, the mayor there uh, to find out what is that they are doing about it. And if there's a need for intervention, we will. But <clears throat> let me say this, having answered this question. Um, we, we, are, we have declared ourselves uh, to be against any form of uh, water leak or any spillage for obvious reasons. Now, as I said uh, before, uh, Kimberly, uh, the mayor there is one of uh, uh, the mayors who in our three-day uh, work, working uh, session in Kimberley told us, or in Northern Cape, told us that they lose 60% of water uh, in in leaks. Uh, now we then uh, checked. Uh, there is no budget uh, uh, to uh, 
address this particular problem and we got extremely worried about that kind of situation. Now, what is that we are doing overall? And this doesn't apply to Northern Cape or Kimberley alone. DG uh, spoke about uh, uh, partnerships and Northern Cape is one area where we are building a, 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 we are at an advanced stage, building a strong partnership, copied after um, Val Hamahara a partnership between ourselves and uh, uh, the mining houses. Uh, um, uh, and also on the other side, um, uh, the canal uh, there, uh, the Falhars uh, Canal, which we are discussing with uh, my colleague in agriculture and we have agreed to partner again. And this is a, a, what has given shape in a way to the concept of partnership uh, on various uh, projects, but uh, institutionalized at the provincial level. And uh, this is what we are aiming at intervening, uh, what we are aiming at using in terms of interventions, because even if I call the mayor, uh, he will say, yeah, I confirm that, but we don't have money or we don't have capacity to deal with it at the moment. But because it is you, uh, we will definitely have to intervene uh, on it because, as I said, we have declared ourselves against any sewer spillage and we want to do everything and anything that we can uh, to intervene, including uh, mobilizing the provincial government uh, to assist uh, where they can. And uh, we'll stay in touch so that we follow this matter uh, together. Uh, but that's what I can say at the moment. Uh, Honorable Member Malika, same thing applies to that. Water and sewer uh, leaks uh, understand us to be working very hard. Not only are we relying on uh, uh, this uh, partnership shaping up uh, the most advanced of which is uh, in Northern Cape, but uh, we also want to spread them all over. Uh, we were recently in Kabeja and we address business and they are working on uh, another uh, partnership so that we get capacity both in terms of skills and money. Uh, uh, so we partner on all these matters. But otherwise, uh, it's a huge, huge problem to pollution and but also to communities uh, to have sewer in their neighborhood. Non-completion of... Uh, uh, the 10 million uh, um, facility in uh, uh, Governor Begi, Manas, uh, or the department, uh, or the DG, they will answer that question uh, on what's happening. And then the outcomes of the summit, I can't finish all the summit, all the summit outcomes. We had eight themes, each one of them had several outcomes, but just to respond to the honorable member, um, one of the outcomes say you need to review who is a water service authority in South Africa. <clears throat> is it the metro? And if so, all metros. Is it uh, districts? If so, all districts. Or not? Is it all local municipalities or not? At the moment, we are in a very morbid space where in a province, you will find that uh, out of five or so districts, one is a water authority, the others are not, or four are 
uh, our water authorities, the one is not. You will find that um, all municipalities in another province are water authorities. No district is a water authority. Uh, so there is a, quite a mismatch. We have uh, asked local government, and I'm happy that uh, Salka is here. And we need to be practical in terms of our approach. As long as we have this, this is from our perspective as water. For as long as we have a more morbid situation where anyone who wants to be a water service authority becomes a water service authority, even those who really, really, really are struggling even to carry their own weight, uh, but they are said to be water authorities. We are very sure that this is what is putting us under the bus and giving ugliness to the country as if it's national government that is failing, but we are putting a system that is uh, designed for failure in the first place. Because if a municipality really is a, is a small or a, uh, uh, has a very weak governance, it can suddenly be strong when it comes to delivering what. And therefore, uh, this is one of the outcomes, very firm outcomes. One speaker there at plenary said this thing uh, derailed in 2002 when a minister who, who had been appointed uh, all of a sudden decided that anyone can become a, a water service authority. Now, we have to go back, review that. That is the one outcome of, uh, of uh, the, the summit and one that we are touching a lot of agency. And I would have loved that uh, um, the president of Salka uh, says something uh, because we have to work together. We have had a meeting with Lamine uh, Zuma on this matter and we want to embark on it, uh, but it is their terrain more than our terrain, but uh, it is uh, putting us under the bus uh, unless it gets addressed. That's one of them. Uh, but there are others like uh, partnerships, uh, which we've begun to do, um, uh, the, uh, reviewing boards, which we've begun to do, uh, uh, reshaping our department, which we've become, we've uh, begun to, and interventions in terms of section 63, which we've, all of which have begun to be done. They go to rent water, failures uh, to repair, and uh, which is of grave concern, uh, and no communication when uh, they plan, and there's a plan uh, towards uh, uh, to another disruption in April. We'll communicate with rent water. When there was a, 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 a repair on the vial uh, uh, sometime last year, we uh, uh, called Randwater and said, this looks like a major disruption which, which is coming, even though it doesn't look like it will be a long time. But can we communicate? We took them to uh, GCIS, uh, that's government communications. And uh, we had very good communication uh, with the citizens, uh, alerting them of what was coming, how many days and so on. And they went to uh, implement that uh, uh, directly and uh, as, uh, according to specification. We then said, maintain this kind of communication with uh, uh, the, uh, the public. Now that you have alerted us about what's, what's coming in April, um, uh, we will communicate with Randwater again and uh, ask for more details so that we can communicate because uh, repairs uh, need to be done, but uh, we need to communicate with citizens so that they can uh, be alert and prepare for themselves. And then also provide them with alternative uh, access to water.
uh, we appreciate uh, the, uh, the point. Um, <clears throat> as for frequent uh, uh, outages, it's a general issue, but where it happens, um, uh, uh, we always want municipalities uh, to urgently attend to their outages. Uh, but I must say, like it was acknowledged by a number of me members, that uh, uh, load shedding is interfering uh, with water and uh, sanitation. In some cases, there would be an outage of water, not because there's no water or because there's a rupture in a, play, in, a, in, a in a pipe, but simply because there's load shedding uh, and it would be a problem. Yeah, but uh, 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 we're not saying citizens must, or we're taking this for granted, that they know uh, it's something that needs to be communicated and they get provided with alternative. Poliali uh, Dam, uh, the department will answer on that. And then honorable member, uh, Fessel, um, uh, government on uh, bulk water and local on services, uh, when will we provide water uh, across the board? Um, uh, to all municipalities, uh, uh, we, 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 uh, and she says we've been evading uh, responsibility for the past 15 years. <clears throat> now, uh, uh, look, honorable on members, we are aware of this uh, uh, challenge that uh, services, which was uh, part of my introduction, are in deficit, especially to citizens especially in rural and uh, uh, peri-urban areas. Uh, this is what I'm saying. Uh, we have it now in front of us in the, ta uh, in the table. And this is what is occupying us more than any other thing uh, uh, as, a, as, a, as a department of water and sanitation. We are very much onto it. We are not avoiding anything. We are not shaking any responsibility. We are saying how we, we, we are saying Firstly, we review water ports with a, with a term of reference, uh, one of them, uh, to cover all municipalities wall to wall with uh, 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 assistance from um, uh, water ports. And we have said to water ports, we want you to camp at every gate of every municipality across the board so that uh, they don't complain of uh, absence of uh, uh, assistance or capacity. Uh, they find it easy to decide that, uh, uh, for, for, for your understanding, honorable members, we have said rainwater will cover the whole of Houghton. Uh, they should work on that together with us, led by DG and Pumalang, the whole of Pumalang. Uh, they even asked the question, what if we are not wanted? And, and we are saying it's not a question of being wanted. It's a question of a need that gets jointly occupied. I know, and we uh, would want to make an appeal uh, to the president of Salka that it's not about taking over any of the municipality responsibilities in terms of it, but it's a question of dealing with the responsibility. When you drive on the road and uh, you, you have a best tire and it's at night, uh, when you pass there and you see a fellow a human being uh, uh, with a problem, you, you don't say, I, don't, I, I have no qualification uh, to repair a tire. You do what you can and then you get the fellow going. So for, 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 for the next two years, 
let's not uh, uh, drum this thing of saying uh, whose responsibility uh, is it to do what. Let's just say there's no water. Let's join hands with municipalities and provide water to communities. Once water is there, then uh, we will allow, uh, we will withdraw and they will do whatever they need to do on maintenance. But at the moment, we can't fight about something that doesn't exist. Let me talk about Temsila uh, 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 um, uh, municipality in Pumalanga and the uh, Moze communities who have been complaining about water all the time. We have identified Los Corp as a source and we're working on a big scheme to cover those areas across the boundary, Pumalanga and uh, and uh, Skukune, which is in Limpopo. Now, we 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 want to do that until water reaches uh, every citizen there. Now, uh, we are pleading with local government not to say no, but uh, reticulation is uh, and so on. So let's work together on the platform of DDM and let make let's make it happen. And so. When is it? It's when we finish. For now, we need to start. And how do we start? In the May, it's about uh, um, uh, water, uh, water, uh, water pots. And as I said last night, we had a uh, quite a big meeting and discussed and discussed this matter with all water pots, and they all agreed that let's review, let's uh, face up to this uh, challenge of bulk via big and and medium schemes and let's bring water bulk water as close as possible to people and then start reticulation and this time we are not going to say reticulation belongs to uh, municipalities it's, it's a no go area we are going to work with them where they have a, a, a lack of capacity of or money we intervene we work with them uh, and so on but I must say to the president and to the honorable members, there is a tendency uh, um, uh, 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 which we are aware via calculating that every year, all of us on water and sanitation, including housing, we get something like 40 billion a year. Uh, and it goes to MIG, it goes to WISIC, it goes to ARPIC. Uh, but um, when we look on the other hand, the demand for water is as big as you are saying it here. But when we demand services that have arrived to people since, uh, the graph is very low. And therefore, there's something that doesn't combine, which means that there is money that disappears somewhere. Uh, There's a leak somewhere, which we must close. And therefore, where we are going to be putting money, we're going to follow physically and be there all the time. So that uh, money doesn't get uh, diverted to something else like salaries, like um, harms, like any other thing, including corruption, outright corruption, as this has happened in uh, 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 with regard to uh, Kiani water. There's no doubt there's corruption there proven by SIU, and there are other instances of corruption. And therefore, we don't have to beat about the bush and pretend we don't know or we don't see. Uh, it's time up. We just have to deal with this matter set on. And this is why we are saying, therefore, uh, this is how we're going to work. Now, we're not, therefore, avoiding any responsibility. Uh, to Honorable Member Bartlett, licenses, yes, 90 days. We, uh, I want to allow DG to respond to this because uh, we have discussed it in detail and there's a program we're now following 
department even has graphs, in, te- in fact, numbers, uh, numbers for each province uh, of licenses that are being processed, that have been processed, that are outstanding. And this is how we're going to work, uh, uh, training people to deal with this going forward. So DG will respond to this. Another member, uh, Ryder, Citibank and Flynn, uh, delays uh, and, and so on. Now, this question is, uh, like all other questions, very valid. And uh, I share the concern, uh, all of us in water and sanitation share. We, 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 when we got appointed last year on 5 August, we inherited liabilities and, uh, and assets. In other words, the positives and the negatives in the department. It's a negative thing um, which we inherited uh, that there have been delays and delays, uh, but we have to turn that into a positive, which uh, starts when we start appointing uh, rainwater and take full responsibility ourselves with regard to that project. I must say we're seeing progress uh, because we're monitoring it on a daily basis. Uh, there have been repairs to a number of uh, or, or, or a refurbishment of a number of uh, pumps there as we talk. Two, the uh, work has begun also in terms of uh, uh, releasing pipes uh, of sludge. Uh, companies have been uh, uh, contracted. There is work continuing there. We don't see, and Dear uh, Mashobo has been given responsibility to drive that project. Uh, uh, to its finality without any hindrance. Uh, challenges do occur from time to time. Uh, uh, last week, Dear uh, Mashobo was uh, there uh, together with MSC Gauteng uh, to deal with uh, a snack that had occurred with regard to new councillors in Mflin. And, and therefore, by and large, we are one with uh, the workers of Mflin, the councillors, the mayor, were one with Gauteng, were one with uh, all interested stakeholders in that project, but on the ground, uh, it's happening. And we ourselves are monitoring this and are supervising the implementing agent, which is uh, uh, water, so that this matter gets driven right to finality this time and for sure. Honorable uh, 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 member, Mlangin, uh, uh, is uh, uh, the only thing that has not started uh, in there is to get into the water, uh, uh, the water treatment plant uh, or wastewater treatment. One has started as far as I uh, as far as I know. Masoko will fill up the details, uh, but we've started doing work there. <clears throat> now, Mlangeni, criminality and repayment. Criminality follows you up to your grave and up to your. Uh, your estate. So uh, you can't dodge it by dying, deciding to die. You can't uh, run to another country. You can't do anything. Uh, it follows you, even if you resign or whatever. Um, the only uh, time we leave you is when you pay uh, what is due to the state uh, after everything else has been established. So there's no two way about it. We follow people. Uh, and, there, and currently, there are quite a number of people who are being followed. In one, we even follow your pension. Uh, this is what is, is happening. Blacklisting, yes, uh, that is very much uh, we demanded. Uh, we're following up uh, with Mopani on a plant that they built, uh, and then it worked for three months. 
some 86 million and it's no longer working after three months. And we, 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 we dug this thing until it came uh, uh, to, to, the, uh, I mean, to the top. And then we've said, uh, engage this person because uh, it's your person and we're demanding a follow-up. But there's no doubt that uh, that was a waste of money and we're on to it. And uh, that person will have to repay uh, with that company, will have to be blacklisted. And so we're working on it even where we don't have a direct responsibility except for via a, a municipality. Now, uh, the, the Honourable Member, uh, Mutizane and Mafube. Now, this is the first time I hear of, of a, a trend where people work only when they are paid. Uh, that is month end. And then uh, in the course of the month, they don't pay. We will have to follow this thing up. Uh, I would have loved that the Honourable Member wouldn't have waited until now uh, to give us uh, this information. And we are requesting more information, uh, Honourable Member, on the matter. But uh, you have said this, Mafube, and um, in Valcom, we are interested in this thing, especially because uh, uh, of what you are saying. Uh, we definitely will follow it up. It, it may not necessarily follow on uh, fall on our purview on uh, this because it's a local government uh, 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 function generally. But uh, we can observe from the side uh, because there are water cuts. And then we say, what's the root cause? Is, is people who work when they are happy. When they are not happy, they don't work. Um, and it's the first time I hear of it. We'll follow this thing up. Welcome. Uh, that is uh, Machabeng. Uh, what's the immediate intervention? The immediate intervention, which has been outstanding uh, a little bit, but which we have worked on, is that uh, uh, following SONA, President made a statement there uh, of uh, uh, establishing specialized units uh, to look after uh, government infrastructure. Uh, they are pushing it in uh, uh, from transport. We also are interested, but even, even if where we want to start is uh, Machabeng, we are due to go there. That's the immediate thing. As, as soon as we clear tariffs, we want to go there because uh, four weeks ago we were there, we were in Bloom. We did discuss the matter with the mayor of uh, Machabeng and the premier because we said we can't work for you while you are cruising. Uh, this is your baby, but we are willing to assist. There is an issue of Zamazamas there who are damaging, uh, doing a lot of damage to our wastewater, uh, uh, waste, waste infrastructure uh, because of some of the things that they are interested in. So we, we, we want to start by collaborating with Premier and the, and the local municipality and local police, uh, and then work ourselves uh, upwards up to the SONA statement when a real uh, a dedicated team uh, uh, are, are appointed. But we'll look at this thing, see how much uh, uh, all of us can have for security. It, 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 it takes the, 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 because those people get armed, some of them are foreigners, uh, and so on. So it will be quite quite a big fight uh, with the Zamazamas there and Matlosana in the Northwest, uh, where infrastructure is getting damaged as a result of these activities, hence the spillage and loss of water and so on. But we're on it. That's the immediate thing that we're doing. Uh, clear diaries and then go there. Uh, Honourable Member, clean hands on debt. Yes, uh, municipalities owe... Uh, 
they owe uh, water ports quite lots and lots of money, like you were referring to um, Bloom. We are not going to put our hands around our heads and then uh, uh, waste the whole day as uh, Babaza. Uh, in other words, saying we have never seen such a debt. We, we, we see the debt. What do we do with the debt? We call MEC for local government in that municipality, in that province, and we say, your municipalities owe the, this water port this amount. What we are proposing is that you and uh, Salka is here, you enter uh, between uh, an agreement between the port and the municipality uh, on terms, you put each other on terms. That will make the municipality leave, in other words, survive on one hand, but pay their dues on the other. We, 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 as an example, we've just been to Mfulene via DM Maslobo because uh, rainwater had seized the account of Mfulene. We said no, but you can't seize because they are going to fall uh, if you seize and they can't pay salaries. Let them work, but uh, um, uh, agree on terms. And when they, they default, uh, they must report that because of one, two, three, we are likely to default by this amount. So it's a question of making each other uh, leave, uh, but uh, allowing a payment of uh, Jews. But at the summit, this matter uh, came up. We are analyzing the outcomes in terms of sustainability of the whole of the water sector. Because there are threats. Uh, what I was signing today, I, I, I woke up early in the morning. I started signing increase of water tariffs. Uh, by upper six, I had signed everything. All water ports want increases, the annual increases, uh, which means that things may get uh, worse because the reason why municipalities are not paying is because citizens are no longer paying. Uh, and why are they paying is various reasons. But what we have to do is not to allow the whole thing to collapse, but to get into the business of uh, saying no, uh, let's change the attitude, uh, let's rebuild uh, where things are broken and, and let there uh, be survival in the water sector. And we have to uh, engage everybody uh, so that we work on this. And the same uh, was this uh, ESCOM is also demanding their own shoes and so on. So we'll deal with this matter in that particular way. Uh, Babam Kiva uh, and Lambe uh, and Hawks, uh, we will follow up this matter uh, of Hawks and Lambe. Anywhere where there are police uh, involvement in terms of investigations, we want to follow that to the letter up to the end. We were with uh, 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 unions and municipalities uh, of Amatole uh, this morning uh, because of the strike there and all other related matters. And uh, one of the issues that we discussed to the finality is hawks and who want action in terms of the findings of the hawks uh, that relate to Amatola water port in relation to one employee there uh, were leaving were leaving nothing uh, unattended to and therefore we'll do the same with Lambe we'll follow that up uh, uh, and then Ngaga Modiri Molema uh, 293 million uh, we will follow that thing up uh, we're not aware I was not aware of it I'm sure the department is aware but where does permanent water come in Mahikeng and, and, and uh, the whole of Northwest? Look, we, we are applying our mind and, and by end of the month, we, we will have finalized this. We know exactly the situation there. Uh, we, we want to work on a possibility of a bloom of being the main source of water there um, from, from the northern side, southern side, 
northern side uh, to cover the whole of uh, Mahikeng, uh, no, Mahikeng and surrounding areas, by and large, the southern side of uh, the province. Uh, uh, cover that side. It's either withdraw water from Blumhof or from uh, from the Val, depending on a number of criteria that one to put forward. We are discussing this matter on the 25th in our MINESCO, so that we know that this is a big scheme for Northwest, big, sustainable. Uh, originally, we were thinking about Mulateti, but Mulateti we have an agreement with Botswana and uh, to, to support the northern parts of uh, um, of uh, um, uh, was uh, of northern of northern northwest, but it is clear that uh, we may need to uh, uh, we need to revisit that, and all of which we'll be discussing. We just have to deal with um, depend on Falcop uh, and, uh, and and another dam there, which is smallish. But Falcop has water, and the officials will do technical work so that we, which so it looks like there will be two main schemes there, uh, one around Falcop and then the other uh, from Blumhoff uh, or from the Val, uh, depending on what uh, uh, advice, technical advice we finally get. But uh, there's also a rainwater uh, pipe there uh, with supplies um, resin back uh, and a few areas there. We will look at, at all that and see how we augment other schemes. So uh, North, North, Northwest is not left out, out because people there don't have water really. Uh, and I know all small towns there, uh, Squaza um, and a number of others, uh, uh, including Freyberg, uh, they really, those, those places are dry and we need to look at uh, bigger sustainable schemes. But areas like Taung will always be, uh, we, we are discussing the resuscitating of uh, the enlargement and the uh, uh, and repair of uh, uh, the Falars uh, uh, Canal with agriculture uh, to cover them for agricultural water and other uses. So that's uh, that's uh, um, uh, Northwest. And then Nkosi, uh, Honorable Nkosi, illegal connections. What plans do we have? Well, uh, there we need to collaborate with honourable members uh, and and say illegal connections are illegal connections. Everything illegal is uh, therefore borders on criminality, and it needs to be fought. And it's municipalities, it's us, it's provinces, not to make people get used to rely on criminality. If you are hungry, uh, just declare your hunger. Don't uh, steal and make. They had an excuse because you are now uh, encroaching on other issues, ethics, uh, corruption, integrity, uh, and all those matters, which uh, are, may not be your intention. So why spoil your name uh, and, and so on? Of course, it's uh, uh, electricity connected and, and all those matters, but it needs to be fought. Uh, I don't want to beat about the push on, on that matter. It needs to be fought, fought with all fours by all of us, uh, uh, all spheres of government, all arms of government, and law enforcement agencies need to be uh, very much onto the, on, uh, onto the uh, game because illegal connections by name are illegal and we've got to deal with them. And then, uh, remember, uh, Khatebe, uh, flooding of Lady Smith. Now, we, we, we got reports of flooding, which uh, were said to be the worst uh, uh, this uh, season. We are worried about it. Uh, the honourable member is uh, is uh, uh, correct, 
what we're planning to do is to discuss the matter with local authorities to say what else needs to be done. Maybe uh, uh, we will have to um, uh, uh, get deeper in terms of technology or in, uh, both in terms of diverting uh, maybe a bigger plan, a bigger dam or a bigger diversion scheme, uh, but relying on technology, even maybe allowing people to bypass underground. Obviously, that will require lots of uh, financial inputs, but we, we, we agree that it's a matter we need to be quite worried about because of the damage it did this year, more than any other year. Uh, pumps and load sharing, uh, Protection. Yeah, um, again on water and wastewater infrastructure protection. We've already answered that. Lady Smith, we've already answered that. Mankweng never had water. We will follow up. Uh, there is uh, uh, Lucy here, who is our head of water and sanitation. They will give us a report and we'll follow up uh, what is blocking those people from getting water. Mkhalakwana, which is uh, one part last, uh, they will have to get water from uh, a flag bush yellow. That scheme has already been agreed. And uh, uh, it's just a question of getting how far we are on designing and, and so on and financing. This is one of the uh, schemes where we're looking at partnership, simply because we have another partnership in, in, in Mkhalakwana uh, on wastewater plant, a... a, a, a a, a mining company has come forward. We have agreed after a whole lot of seven years there. Uh, we came in in three months. We uh, uh, struck the deal with the mayor of uh, between the mayor and uh, the company. The company is now working on a, a more than two billion uh, wastewater treatment plant there, which they will hand over after three years uh, to Mkhalakwena municipality. So they are not left alone. We are with them. And the last one is pit toilets. Now. Um, uh, this is uh, one of the heartbreaking stories that the Honourable Member Fesser are telling, but we can't have our hearts broken because we will die and uh, the, the problem will remain. We just have to tackle on. We are preparing for a meeting with uh, uh, Tswane. Uh, I hope that this is in Tswane, um, if it is in Tswane, uh, because there are lots and lots of troubles uh, relating to water and pollution. In, in Tswana, there's a plan to have a meeting and also with uh, my colleague, uh, uh, Honourable Member, uh, Honourable uh, Minister uh, of uh, Human Settlement. Corruption, I don't know, uh, because uh, Kenny will answer on Mflin and Bojanala uh, cuts, uh, we'll deal with them through the scheme. And so corruption is uh, corruption is uh, the worst enemy for all of us, and it should be declared and seen as such. But what are we doing? <clears throat> Firstly, we have appointed a director general, who by nature is an accounting officer. Uh, we have appointed um, a, a CFO, uh, where we had had an acting one for a long time. We are doing so even in provinces. But we are continuing, we were interviewing a, a water service services manager at DTG level yesterday. We have another uh, pending appointment today. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a what? It's a, a, an interview. In other words, we are strengthening the department uh, in all fronts as a first as a first step. But two, we we are uh, in, in engagements. Uh, I think like today with uh, SIU, they will be updating us 
who are busy following them up on a, uh, on a periodically. Where are you on this? Where are you on this? Where are you? Uh, are you charging here? Are you charging there via NPA? On internal, uh, we have a number of internal um, uh, uh, hearings that are, are going on. We even have studied the trends. Uh, there's been quite a period where there's been quite a wave of corruption in the department, but uh, that one will soon dry up and it will, it will soon be behind us. But uh, we abhor corruption and we're intolerant of it. And wherever we come across it, it will be a matter of uh, survival of the fittest. And we think we're stronger than it. We will survive. Uh, could we chair, allow uh, the um, uh, inputs by uh, other members of the department on the, uh, where I left off on a few issues? Thank you very much for this opportunity. Thank you, Honorable Minister. There is just a request from someone that you just repeat your response on the issue of pumps and load, load shedding. Apparently, on the motorway, could at that moment there was something wrong with this network. If you, if you can still remember that you spoke on pumps and load shedding. Yeah, and then. Oh, oh yes, oh yes, um, yeah. <laughs> load shedding is a, a headache. Uh, and uh, I, I was saying to colleagues, there's going to be, there's going to come a time when no pump, no water treatment plant, no wastewater uh, works if uh, uh, there's no turnaround on uh, power supply in the country. Uh, because uh, we get a lot of flack, not because there's no water, but because there's no uh, uh, supply. Now. <clears throat> The, the South African is to, and, and I think maybe with a courage from yourselves, we may find ourselves uh, getting to overcome this problem. Uh, maybe we need to look at hydrology, but we also have to by and large look at uh, gas. Uh, many countries in the world are maintaining gas, and Europe has said uh, they want it declared as no longer a, 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 an enemy of uh, uh, climate change, uh, oil and gas. They see reality on the ground um, uh, and, and, and they are really being realistic that while we fight for climate change or in favor of climate change, but we, we can't just jump uh, because uh, it's going to leave a, a gap while we are jumping and the countries will, uh, will uh, uh, collapse. And so east, west, uh, and, and the continent, uh, you can't just do so. When we look at all countries about what they are doing, they are being realistic, uh, committing to climate change, but at the same time saying, how do we survive? And therefore they keep coal, they keep oil and gas uh, as uh, suppliers, while they gradually uh, forego uh, um, uh, fossils. Uh, but it's, it's no miracle. And we're, going to, we're not going to be the exception as a country. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Some people are saying U.S. recently um, abandoned uh, um, uh, 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 their focus on gas. And then what happened in favor of climate change? Uh, then there's war. And then they find themselves in an untenable situation. And they want more gas, even from outside. 
because they no longer uh, can work with Russia for some for their own reasons. So I'm I'm just saying it's a it's a long uh, protracted war that we have to fight, um, and and really look uh, try to be innovative and re- and realistic on the matter. But in the meantime, we will do what we can, uh, work on what is there, even exploring other means of supplying uh, uh, the the sector with. Uh, um, uh, uh, with uh, with uh, uh, supply, I mean, with uh, energy supply. Thank you very much. Well, Minister, if there is anyone that want to say, we will still grant you about five minutes. If there is anyone that want to add anything to what the responses of the minister was, it will assist us to get a complete picture. I I see a hint. Yes, thank you, uh, Chairperson. It's uh, Sean Phillips here, the DG. I'd like to respond to. I'd like I don't to respond to. Allowed, I don't know how they allowed you with this. Just saying, Phillips. Because <laughs> I don't know how they allowed you with this. Just saying, okay. Phillips. But it's fine. We you have got about five minutes that you can also add whatever you think is still there. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Uh, just to to respond to two additional questions. Um, the first is um, on the Polihali Dam. Um, the, as I indicated in the presentation, the, uh, many of the procurements are underway, including for the, the large packages of work, including for the dam itself. Um, and the tenders have closed and they're currently being adjudicated and there should be an announcement shortly about the award of those tenders. Secondly, uh, uh, about what we're doing to, just to add to what the Minister said about what we're doing to fight fraud and corruption in the Department, um, we've implemented much stricter controls over expenditure and procurement. We have an audit action plan which we are regularly monitoring, and in terms of that audit action plan, we're consistently implementing consequence management for all instances of unauthorised fruitless and wasteful expenditure. With your permission, Chairperson, I'd like to quickly just ask one of our DDGs, Leonardo Manos, to respond some more about the sanitation issues and water use license issues. Thank you. You've got four minutes, sir. Thank you, Honourable Chair and everybody. Um, I'm Chairperson, point of order, Chairperson. And that order is? Uh, Chairperson, uh, Aki Arabi wa totalina. Kibudi se kamezi ana lidu kurefe. Ago imfule. Kabua kamezi ainongor akona kutsaya three days alisiyo molfarakat. Because kibuela lamu ainongori kona lidu kolo itedi hiruang after three days four days. Zedina tota mandili six zedili five diza maisamit. So nekabato tsema kwa. Honorable Honorable Mutsamai. Honorable Mutsamai. There is not a point of order. If you still have a follow-up, you can write it up there and we will follow it up. But the minister has said on the issues that he have not have the information at the end immediately, they will have to go back and do an investigation and come back and give responses to us. So uh, we may continue, sir. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. As far as what these licenses are concerned, the one question was in terms of how many have we issued thus far, it is 8,493. Within this financial year, as from the 1st of April 2021, we've issued 434 to date. Um, in terms of the question posed with regards to the, the sewer situation, I will try to be brief on that as well. In terms of what happens in the Governor Mbeki area, 
Up to date, we've issued four directives in that in that municipality, also nine notices, um, regulatory notices. But the department went beyond the regulatory role and also supported the municipality by assisting there with a 400 million project that is currently underway. Um, this project at this point in time is to upgrade the waste treatment works from 10 megalitres per day to 25 megalitres per day as per the new demand. Unfortunately, the new Demand also have caused an increase as far as the, the diameter is concerned that is required for the sewer collection, and that is now also been included on the project scope. The municipality has not been performing as well with the, um, the management of the ground project, and that's the reason why the department took a decision to, to um, transfer this project from being a Schedule 6B project to 5B, which means that the department is now internally going to take responsibility for the implementation of such project. As far as the supply key situation is concerned, in that regard, as far as the collapsed sewer pipeline that is leading to, to the Hoha pump station, the department also assisted with the upgrade as far as that is concerned. Unfortunately, the five directives issued to date has not resulted into the uh, um, response that we wanted, and that's the reason why we are reviewing our regulatory response in that regard as well. And we are um, I'm pleased also with this for the assistance from the private company of Beefmaster in, in Salt Lake to assist with the very same problem. Um, a chair, honorable Chairperson, as far as the, the bigger uh, scope of, of wastewater in the country is concerned, we are finalizing the Green Drops um, certification uh, um, program to provide the Green Drop report. And um, with that, with that program, we will be able to give um, specific diagnostics across all municipalities in the country because since we've, we've revived this project last year, we are now on the point where we can state that we are going to produce a report for all uh, um, 144 water service authorities in the country, not only to say what is wrong, but also to give guidance in terms of what needs to be, to be done right. And the, the minister, as well as the DG, have given uh, insight into the 10-point plan that is required to would we, what we're currently exploring on to actually improve water services across the country, and that will be the report will serve in a basis also from where we will then work. I think with the yeah with the time covered, uh, honourable chair, I covered those questions. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And can we now give to the deputy minister, deputy minister, the the remainder of the time is three minutes. No, thanks, Chair. Just to indicate that, Honorable uh, Mtamai, uh, the issues of Mfule and the Minister has responded to. Um, we are intervening there. Rainwater is not only assisting that municipality with uh, the Sedibeng sewer scheme there, but also in including issues of uh, raw water. And the issues that have been problematic, we are attending to them uh, with the provincial government. Remember that municipality is under section 139, 1B, and uh, the premier and the minister assigned myself and MSC Maile. We resolve all the outstanding issues, including the disruptions that are happening there. We will check the matter of Bujanala, what happened that uh, we have raised. The other point I thought we should say, President Insona raised the question of pollution. The minister has given us a clear instruction that um, everywhere there's a sewer spillage, um, it must be taken out, whether it's in Fulene, whether it's Machabing and elsewhere. And um, we are frowning upon that people must live in those particular en en environments. 
like Manas is saying, we are implementing a decision by the minister that we are stopping pollution. In instances where people, they pollute, they will have to pay. They will not tolerate that, whether it is government, whether it is business, because even business, including mining and agriculture, we are not going to run out of water, but the issues of pollution into our systems. There is a biggest intervention minister is doing with around integrated wild river system where we look at the whole source village from Pumalanga, Houting, uh, Free State until Northern Cape into, um, into Namibia. Those issues are being attended to and we'll be able probably, even if we, sh we have time in future to share, uh, one of the commission the minister gave us was around how to protect water resources and deal with issues of uh, pollution. The last point, Chair, is a biggest point that probably all of us, we need to work together. The attack on critical infrastructure and installation, the vandalism of um, whether is it power, whether is it roads, whether it is water, it is on the, on the high, it, it is very high. And uh, we need to be able to work together. The law enforcement agencies like ministers instructed us in much having the number of operations that are happening in formerly mining towns. And we need to do more. But there are also certain elements within our own communities who disrupt projects. And these are the issues of the new phenomenon that uh, we should be able to deal with them. With those ways, Chair, we'll stop there so that we can manage also your time. But we are a department that is hard at work. Uh, we don't possess all the wisdom as a department. We should ensure that water and sanitation issues are also societal issues. We all play our part. Uh, because uh, even on the issues of wastewater, Minister is promoting reuse and the use of effluent, which is, we call it a brown economy. You will go to Limpombo and see partnerships that are working, especially in Mkhalakwena, Ivan Plants, and that municipality. For the first time, a, a private sector is building a wastewater treatment plant so that they can use the effluent for their business. But not only to do that, but they are also saying they will provide raw water. Therefore, partnership and social compact across all, all sectors is the way to go. Thanks, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Deputy Minister David Maslobo. I'm sure you have you have uh, read the issues that was on the on the chat room, so that when we have an opportunity, we will be able to address that specifically. For now, I have actually came to the end of my part of the program, but let us not uh, forget to to express our appreciation to the leadership of Salga. With the, on, under the leadership of their president, but, but also in particular to the minister and his department and his deputies for the uh, participation in this part of the program. The program will continue. It is now 25 past uh, one. We will be back uh, at five past two, five to two. We will be back from lunch. We are just giving a break for comfort and for lunch. And then when we come back, the program will resume.
with the provincial inputs. Thank you once again to everyone that participated up till now. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Recording Chair. Stopped. Please check the chat room, Minister. The Deputy Minister and the Minister must check the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chairperson. <laughs>
by yours truly. Uh, then we proceeded to the ministerial briefing by Minister Senator Mutunu. Uh, and we then went into uh, a local government perspective, which was delivered and given by Councillor B. Stoffide, uh, the president of, uh, of, 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 of Salga. Uh, uh, there was a suggestion that we should start by having comments from the minister and deputy minister before we proceed to a provincial perspective by MEC Shiba. Uh, we'll double check if the other MEC is present, but if not, after MEC Shiba, we'll then go into, 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 into questions. Uh, honorable members, uh, 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 we'll then proceed to comments by minister and deputy minister or deputy ministers, if they, they so wish. Minister, deputy minister, are there any comments that you want to make? Hello? Looks as if lunch is very good for some people. <laughs> I don't think so, uh, uh, Chairperson. I think there was no expectation created for the minister and deputy to comment later after the deputy chair granted the deputy okay. minister to Okay. So now we'll, we'll leave that. proceed. We'll, we'll proceed. Um, MC Shiba, are you ready? Please proceed. That's now a provisional perspective from MEC Shiba, uh, Honorable MEC, uh, responsible for uh, water and sanitation uh, in Pumalang. MEC Shiba? No, thank you very much. Thank you very much, um, uh, Chaperson. Um, let me greet you uh, and the Deputy Chaperson, as well as the Minister Babum um, uh, and the Deputy uh, Ministers that uh, are present, Salga President and his team, um, uh, 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 Honorable Members, uh, good afternoon. Um, uh, Chaperson, um, I have uh, sent my presentation to uh, Uriet. I'm not so sure whether she is going to beam it, but um, as um, uh, she is continuing in terms of beaming the presentation, I will just uh, 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 continue and also to greet the chief whip, um, Chaperson, uh, the presentation uh, broadly covers the water situation in the Mpumalanga province. It also deals with um, a, 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 a few uh, a most uh, troubled fast-growing municipalities. Uh, those are City of Mbombela, uh, Gavin Mbegi, Emalahleni, Steve Chwete, as well as the two rural uh, 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 municipalities, Pushbakrich um, uh, and Gomazi. Uh, however, Chair, this does not imply that the other municipalities do not have challenges and are being closely monitored, monitored by, the, by the department. I will also 
flag uh, uh, on those municipalities. Um, my first uh, 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 slide was dealing with the population that is increasing in, in Pumalanga. And uh, um, as I've indicated uh, earlier on, that uh, uh, um, the affected municipalities are the ones that I have uh, 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 mentioned. Um, uh, in terms of the critical pressures that we have ob observed as the, as the province, uh, Chaperson, is that uh, there is acute deficit in terms of water resources, where sources such as the dams have already uh, dried in areas such as in Dr. J.S. Moroka local municipality, and the current deficit is estimated at appro approximately 20 megalitres per day. Uh, where the demand is 60.27 uh, megalitres per day against 40 megalitres uh, per day in terms of the capacity supply. This can also be said in Tembisilehani local municipality, where the current deficit is estimated at approximately 17.1 megalitres per day, uh, 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 while the demand is at 66.60 megalitre per day against 49.5 megalitre uh, per day. And uh, I will go straight through the issue of uh, the aging uh, infrastructure, uh, especially pipes that uh, uh, can no longer cope with the demand, especially in the fast growing uh, municipalities, as well as um, the vandalism of the existing infrastructure caused by illegal connection resulting in excessive water distribution uh, losses. And also um, the, the, the critical pressure that we have also observed is the deficiency in the skills for operations and maintenance of existing infrastructure in terms of the asset care management and the escalating of uh, water debt owed by municipalities to the amount of 2.3 a, 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 a billion. The next slide, Chair, is about the status of household accessibility to water services. I will not dwell much on that one because it also uh, talked uh, about the increase in terms of the household in the in the in the province. I will move also to the next slide, uh, slide number six, of which it's about the status of water treatment works in the province. Uh, Honorable Chairperson, the province has a total of 91 water treatment works, of which 18 of these water treatment works are non-compliant uh, in terms of our analysis. And um, uh, 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 the interventions thereof is that the majority of these uh, non-compliant water treatment works are being given attention through refurbishment and upgrading, and that more support is required to upgrade most of the water uh, uh, treatment works in the province. And Chaperson, the War on Leaks program needs uh, to be resuscitated as it has previously assisted in dealing with, with the, leaka the leakages. Then on the next slide, Chair, I will not dwell much on that one, because it is, it is about the current capacity, the current demand, as well as the shortfall or surplus that, that, that is there in terms of the, of the water treatment works as indicated per, dis, per district in the, in the schematic chairperson. Uh, 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 the next slide, Chair, is about the status of water reservoirs storages. I want also 
to appraise uh, honorable members that the reservoir's capacity in the province is not uh, commensurate to the growing population and demand of water uh, infrastructure. As indicated there in terms of the existing storage uh, uh, versus the required storage uh, 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 per district, it means that um, there is a need to consider the ring fencing a, 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 a percentage of grant allocation to water storage because uh, there is a need that when we we, we upgrade the bulk uh, uh, bulk uh, uh, pipeline we also need to have uh, 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 the storages uh, 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 that can be able to store a uh, 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 water uh, 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 in terms of the water resources versus water use distribution, Chairperson, I will just, um, as per the equitable balancing effect on water resources distribution, uh, I will say that the domestic water use is allocated 42% and 23%, whereas uh, irrigation is allocated 55% by both water use in olifants, uh, WMA, and water use in Inkomati, also to WMA, respectively. And there is a need for a balance in the distribution of water for the water resources. Therefore, um, a need arises, Chair, for all the unallocated water quota as well as unused quota in the water resources to be directed for the purpose of primary use. And that municipalities such as Dr. J.S. Moroka and Timbisi Lehani are the most affected municipalities among others. The city of Mombela also has drought challenges in the Umjindi area. The release of water in these areas is a much needed uh, uh, intervention. Chair, the next slide is about the wastewater treatment works in the province. On sanitation bedlock, um, as, per, as indicated there in terms of a household chairperson, we are at 36% and those that have access to, to other toilet, non-hygienic toilet facilities. The province has a total of 92 wastewater treatment works and of which 14 of wastewater treatment works owned by the Department of Public Works, Roads and Transport. And nine of these uh, wastewater treatment works are critical and non-compliant uh, uh, and require uh, intervention. I will not uh, dwell much on the analysis that we have done, Chairperson, uh, but I will zoom straight to the interventions to say that in this financial year, through various grants, a total of 24 wastewater treatment uh, 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 plants are under refurbishment and upgrading in various municipalities within the, the, the province. More wastewater treatment works needs to be prioritized for upgrading. Uh, and the next slide uh, is talking about um, uh, uh, the capacity of the wastewater treatment works, Chairperson, as indicated in the schematic area where we, the current capacity, the current demand, as well as shortfall and surplus. As indicated there, Hartzibande and Gangala district, 
we are at negative uh, uh, 10% about 85.9 megaliter per day on Hartsibande and uh, um, uh, 7.8 megaliter per day at Ngangala. Hence, Eshanzini is at the, 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 the surplus state. And also on this one, a chairperson was saying that in this financial year, through various grants, a total number, as I've indicated, that there are 24 that um, are, 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 are under refurbishment and the upgrading. The next slide, chairperson, is about municipal-specific observations where Dr. J.S. Moroka municipality was saying that the acute shortage of water has prompted for the following exploration of alternatives for the augmentation in the short, medium, and long term. As indicated, Chair, on the, on, on the slide, I will not dwell much on issues of um, the short term where Mtombo uh, uh, emergency bulk pipeline currently is under construction uh, with MIG fund at the value of 53 uh, million and uh, anticipated to be completed by end of, of March uh, But I wanted to, 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 to zoom to the long-term chair that is talking about the rusty fender Park water pipeline that is currently at a feasibility study for additional uh, 10 megaliter per day at the estimated fund of 620 million chair. The things that are in place there, it's a, it's a, a reconciliation strategy, your feasibility study on implementation readiness and the regional bulk infrastructure master plan. And in terms of the of the of the short term chair i must emphasize that um we really need to force the city of swane to provide the maximum allocation of water which is 16.8 megaliter per day versus the current supply of 8 megaliter per, per day because uh, a bundu scheme is currently completed and supplying uh, additional of 2.5 megaliter per day and the, the refurbishment of Mloto groundwater supply scheme for a additional of four megaliter a, 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 per day chair. I will I will just jump the other the other uh, presentation just to save time chair and move to Emalaseni municipality to say that a chairperson in terms of the medium term there, I wanted to emphasize that um, the rollout of the replacement of asbestos pipes for the entire affected area to keep a water water losses is really needed and to finalize the water use license abstraction. For the additional abstraction uh, from the Whitbank Dam, a chairperson that is your elephant system, and also the allocation of the ARPIC funding to address the bulk infrastructure pressure at the estimate of 831 million chair. I will not dwell much on issues of a long term because it's also indicated it's there in the in the in the in the in the presentation. The 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 the, the, the city of Mbombela chair. Um, we we are saying that um, the finalization in terms of the of the short term finalization of service level uh, agreement for the operation of the Hoshane 
water scheme between city of Mbomela and Pushback Ridge municipality is at an advanced stage. This scheme will benefit the northern Ntsigazi areas within the jurisdiction of city of of, 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 of Mbombel. That is critical because uh, after that service level agreement is being uh, finalized, at least the people of, um, of Ntsigaz will be able to, 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 to have a, a, a water chair. And also to emphasize on the issue of the, of the long term, that the implementation of the Mountain View Regional Mbombela Dam by the Department of Water and Sanitation for the additional yield of uh, 78 uh, cubic meters per hour is uh, at a, a, a feasibility study. I'm so glad that even the minister have also uh, indicated that chairperson. In terms of the Bushback Ridge uh, municipality, the the, the, the the what I can stress there is that um, the pushback reach uh, uh, must deal also effectively with operations and maintenance as well as vandalism to the to infrastructure that is caused also by the by the illegal uh, 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 connection and that uh, 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 in terms of the of the short term actually the the they must. There need to be an improvement, especially in terms of water reticulation infrastructure, as well as water conservation and demand management uh, to keep the issue of, of, of water uh, losses. And also to review uh, 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 the municipal WSDP in line with the demand that is on the ground. The next slide, Chair. It's, uh, it's our observation in terms of the challenges in general. Um, we are saying that uh, a, 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 a water service authority function with the local municipalities, some of which are failing in disposing the function and the lack of water and sanitation master plan, the age infrastructure resulting in collapsing infrastructure system, inability of Governor Peggy and Victor Kanye municipality, to fully service uh, their rainwater depth, resulting in rainwater, reducing water pressure, thereby affecting water supply. And the lack of safe and reliable uh, water supply in line with the blue and green uh, drop report and scores of municipality, and the lack of technical capacity in municipalities as evidenced by poor infrastructure planning and implementation of infrastructure projects project and lastly inadequate budget allocation to improve project and delays on the project uh, implementation. Our intervention chair on the next slide as a province, uh, we have also intervened on sewer spillages in Suwalega, governing big municipality through the Department of, hum of Human Settlement. And recently, the Department of Copta has also intervened in Ligua, Gavinibigi, and Tabachu municipality on Suas village. Work has also been completed in Sanderton water treatment works to address filters and pipes which are making the plant ineffective. And further, the department is finalizing an intervention to repair and maintain motors and pumps if, in various treatment works in Chief Albert Luchuli local municipality. 
and that the, the, the municipal project managers supported to improve the performance on the implementation of infrastructure project through various grant as indicated. And that uh, COCTA is intervening in terms of project preparation, master planning, asset care, revenue enhancement, uh, uh, and special restructuring restructuring and that the public private growth initiative is on board through the DDM approach in mobilizing private sector AAA funding and lastly that DDM one plan aligned to the six municipal administration to revamp the priority of infrastructure development to address service delivery anomalies. Chairperson as I conclude chair uh, I will conclude by saying that the expediting the implementation of the Mountain View Regional Mombela Dam them will really assist uh, 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 the municipality, especially city of Mombela, and the reallocation of grant by Department of Water and Sanitation to Emalathin municipality for the implementation of water and sanitation infrastructure. And that assess, uh, we need to assess the possibility for further grant injection to municipalities with bulk infrastructure challenges. And also, I want to emphasize on this one, Chair, to prioritize Dr. J.S. Moroka municipality in dealing with its acute bulk water supply challenges, including immediate engagement with the city of Swane, as I indicated earlier on, and to accelerate the implementation of LOSCOP bulk water scheme to stabilize a bulk water supply for Tembisilehani municipalities. Both municipalities, Honorable Chairperson, uh, are really suffering in terms of uh, 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 water water supply. And uh, to accelerate the operation of the Oshane bulk water scheme for the equitable distribution between Bushback Ridge and City of Mbomela municipalities by finalizing the service level agreement between parties Parties, as I indicated earlier on, and the mobilization of the private sector through the DDM across the three districts to support municipalities in addressing infrastructure uh, challenges and to accelerate the review of the provincial water master plan to address issues of aging um, infrastructure and backlog and to maintain the up, uh, an upgrade uh, of the aging infrastructure project of all treatment plants in the province to improve water quality and to improve infrastructure planning, upgrading and maintenance through implementation of uh, programs supported by DPSA, such as infrastructure project uh, preparation uh, and the master planning and asset care. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson, for an opportunity that is given to us. Yes, not, not, not thank you very much. Uh, of course, I gave you a bit more time. Uh, in part, uh, because uh, the, there's a bit of space, because other emissions are not, are not here. Uh, so we will then proceed uh, to questions and comments, uh, honorable members. Um, so we will start with the hands that are up. 
so the first line is that of Honorable Boshoff. Honorable Boshoff. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair, um, and thank you to the MEC. I'd just like to know from her, the Tabachu um, wastewater treatment plant, is that part of the 24 wastewater treatment plants that are going to be refurbished? Because as she knows, this wastewater treatment plant hasn't been operable for the past four years, and the soil spillages are just out of this world. I don't think she has been there in quite some time to see for herself what it's like. Then I'd also like to know what is going to be done in with Tabachu in extension to the RDP section because the sewer spillages there are also out of this world. The people cannot live in this area any longer. And then with regard to water supply, I would like to ask her what is being done for the community in Spakboom, Ward 13, and the community in Skarpkral, in Kiwi, that's in Ward 5 of Tabicheo. These people have no access to any running water. The people in Skarpkral have to fetch water from the river uh, down below them. There is no um, pipe water for them, and in Spackboom, they are getting water from the canal that runs through there. I know that in um, Spackboom, they've put in a um, borehole, but it's not functional yet. Can she indicate when this will be up and running so that the people have access to decent and quality water? Thank you. Spoke on non-functional uh, uh, borehole. Uh, I'm sure you had uh, all the questions. Any any response? Emmc, can you make a comment or two? Yes, yes, Chaperson. Uh, 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 thank you very much. And also, let me welcome the question from who Honorable Bosov, uh, Honorable Chair. Uh, what I can say is that um, the uh, the Taba the Taba wastewater treatment works that uh, uh, Honorable Bosov is talking about, we are aware of that, and uh, it's at the planning uh, stage now for implementation in the next uh, financial year. And it is amongst the, the 24, as I've indicated, that there are 24 that um, are non-complying. Non and also, uh, the, 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 so as the sewer, the sewer plant that uh, is talking about on the RT, RTP uh, 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 houses, they are also at the planning uh, planning stage, uh, human settlement is trying uh, very hard to 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 assist us. I was not aware, honourable chair, about the borehole that is at step form that it's not it's it's uh, it's non-functional at this stage. I would uh, just uh, send the officials to check and also to make that investigation so that they can be able to come back and report so that you can be able to plan uh, in terms of what is it, what we are going to do to assist those uh, 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 communities. 
uh, 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 10%. However, the Department of Water and Sanitation is assisting uh, uh, the, 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 the province in those municipalities that are, are still having challenges in terms of their wastewater treatment uh, works. Thank you, Chair. Well, thank you very much. Sorry, Chair, just a follow-up. Yes, please. Um, Honourable MEC, and with regard to the residents of Skarpkral, Deity 42 and Ward 5, that have no piped water or toilets, they're still using the bucket and the pit toilet system. Thank you. Okay, no, thank you very much, uh, Chair. Yes, please I, that one is the RDP. It's it in Ward Five. No, uh, it's not the RDP. The RDP is in Ward Fourteen, Extension Two. Okay. The 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 the, the, the Ward Five. Uh, let me be given an opportunity to check, uh, Honourable Chair, the Ward Five, because the issue that is being raised by Honourable uh, Boshov in terms of that community not having toilets, uh, 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 I will not uh, be able to. To, to agree with that, uh, I must be given an opportunity to go and check. And hence, uh, as I, I am responsible, responsible for helicopter department, I will also check and I will, I will provide a, 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 a written responses on the wheelchair Yes, thank you very much. Yes. Let's, Sorry. Let's, let's find out from the if there's any other person who wants to ask any question, then we'll come back to you. Uh, Shabala. Thanks, Shepherdson. It's, it's Honorable Shabala here. Thanks, Chair. Shepherdson, yes, I just please. wanted to um, support what the MEC is saying about the bucket system in Bomalanga in that uh, 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 region. We as the portfolio committee, as the chairperson of the portfolio committee, will also support, go and uh, check if that uh, it's true and also uh, hold the department accountable and try to get that community assistant that there is no such in that community check. Thanks, chairperson. Okay. We'll check if that in, is, is indeed the, the, the case. Let's revert to Honorable Boshoff. Thank you very much, Chair. Um, if the MEC could provide us with a timeline on the right written responses, and then I would also like to suggest that if she goes out with her department, that they make sure that they are in a four by four because you cannot get to this community. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, that's the advice there, uh, uh, Honorable Shiva. Um, uh, is there any comment? Yes, Chair. Uh, the, the latest in terms of uh, uh, submitting the, the responses, Chair, will be my, Monday. Monday, yeah. okay. Yes, Chair. The 21st. Um, it's a holiday. It's a holiday, by the way, Chair. Let uh, me say the 22nd, yes. The 22nd, Tuesday. The 22nd of March, okay. Yes, Chair. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Any other comment from anybody? 
I will comment uh, if they. It's Nyambi. Yeah, let's start with Nyambi first. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Chair. Yes. Uh, uh, let me also join for the detailed presentation that is assisting us by the MSC. Uh, I'm sorry because of load shading of the video, Chair. Uh, one thing that is very important that I want to raise with the MSC. And I'm happy the chairperson of the portfolio committee is part of us. Is the issue that always being said by yourself and the chief whip that uh, the information that they are sharing with us will go a long way to also even have our interaction with them uh, that week on our provincial week. So we're looking forward to have that information and having those four by fours as per the advice of Boishop, even though it's not. Uh, something that can be uh, taken uh, seriously but uh, we're looking forward to working with them on the provincial week to assist the NCOP to have a better understanding of what is happening in our provinces and uh, I'm happy the chair of the portfolio committee is part of us and is going to be part of those engagements and the MEC next week but otherwise I'm satisfied with everything. Thanks Chairperson. Thank you very much. I'm sure the comment is noted. Uh, Chief Whip. Thank you, Chair. Uh, can I proceed on my remarks, Chair? No, just wait a bit with the, with the remarks. Let's wait a bit. Let's find out if there are any other comments. Uh, so there being no other comments, Honorable Chief Whip, uh, you may proceed. Thank you very much, uh, the Chairperson of the National Council of Provinces, Honorable Amos Masondo, and the Deputy Chair uh, of the Council, Mayor Honorable Sylvia Lucas, and to recognize and appreciate the, the Minister of Water and Sanitation, Mr. Senzo Mtkunu, and the Deputy Minister, Ntate Mashobo, and also the MEC of Mpumalanga, who just said, shared with us the presentation, MEC Kokta Meshiba, and the president of Salka, uh, uh, honorable special delegates that are present, uh, program director, as we close this ministerial briefing, briefing on the provision of water and sanitation for all. We take note that it is taking place in the midday of the in the midway of the human rights month in our national calendar this imposes duty upon our shoulders to reaffirm water not just as basic necessity for human consumption but a fundamental human rights issue we should also recognize that the current old and ailing water resources infrastructure uh, needs some agency to respond to it in order to provide much needed resource to our people. The presentations made before us here today have demonstrated the complex technical nature required for water resources management. This brings into sharp focus the critical question of whether our municipalities, especially those with low revenue base can afford to attract and sustain the critical skills required for effective water resource management. As some honorable members have already pointed out, 
the district development model as an integrated multi-sphere model for service delivery and development must be repositioned as a repository of skills for sustainable and efficient water resource management at the local government level. Honorable Minister, we are pleased to announce that, as Honorable Nyambe has said, that the issue of water will receive adequate attention during our coming NCOP Provincial Week, where we will be interacting with the provinces and municipalities. The Minister will be invited accordingly as a common practice when the NCOP debate the matter. But I think we are sufficiently provided with the reports which are going to assist our members, both permanent and special delegates, uh, to tease these matters in much more greater detail and that the delegation of the department will be of assistance to continuously provide clarity on these matters. Program Director, allow me to thank the Honorable Minister, the Deputy Minister and their entourage for availing themselves for this briefing. I must also thank the special delegates from our provinces and South African Local Government Association. Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson of the National Council of Provinces. Thank you very much, uh, Chief Whip. Uh, there is a comment from the Chief Whip. Uh, I'm sure we'll find the comment to be fairly pointed and uh, uh, really assisting us to uh, clarify the kind of things that uh, we'll have to grapple with as, as we move into, into, into the future. And, and thank you very much, as the Chief has already done, uh, to the Minister, the Deputy Ministers, uh, as well as the officials and managers who have been uh, able to be part of the, the platform from the department. Uh, and thank you very much to all participants, uh, including honorable members, uh, who are part of this uh, of this uh, session? Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. Uh, the meeting is now declared uh, closed. Uh, we now adjourn. Thank, Thank you, you Chair. Recording Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson. Thanks, Chair. Bye. Thank you.